from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Are you ready for a Wizard of Oz remake? Hmm. <laughs> to Oz? To Oz. We Nicole Castle, who is uh, the director of The Watchmen, has struck a deal with New Line to, on a fresh take of Dorothy and the Land of Oz. She says, I'm incredibly honored to join Temple Hill and New Line in bringing the beloved classic to the screen. While the 1939 musical is a part of my DMA, DNA, I'm exhilarated and humbled by the responsibility of reimagining such a legendary tale. The opportunity to examine the original themes, the quest for courage, love, wisdom, and home feels more timely and urgent than ever. These are profoundly iconic shoes to fill and I'm eager to dance alongside mm. these heroes of my childhood as we pave a newly minted yellow brick road. Maury, shaking your head. This is an insult to Judy Garland. <laughs> yeah. The original oh Wizard of Oz is a piece of fabric of society okay. what we grew up which with. Which piece? Which piece? Like the, the fabric of which we are grown up on of society. Uh, okay. Like denim? Come on, just let him let him let the man speak. Okay. <laughs> It's going to go somewhere great, I know. Because yeah. you can't remake something because then no one will watch the original. Well, that's not true And the true thing is, all. this movie is so iconic to everybody on Earth. You mm -hmm. can't remake something that is this iconic. It's an absolute insult to Judy Garland. Okay. And my community, of okay. which I am a part of, the okay. gay community. Okay. <laughs> I know, Mocha, you're goofing on Maury right now, mm. right? But I wish I had the clip. You, you used, I, I'm not going to say, excuse me, Maury, I'm not going to say better words, but you used the right words, and you had this exact same reaction when I told you they were remaking Scarface. No. Yes, no, you did. No. Yes, you did. Well, remaking Scarface would Is... be a, a insult to <laughs> Al Pacino. Yes. Right? Yes. To the fabric of society. <laughs> right. <laughs> To those that came up in the drug game in Miami? Right, fair enough, yes. Hey, Judy Garland. Yes. To, to Brian De Palma? Yeah, Cubans. Right, to Cubans yes. everywhere? Yes. How dare you? Right. Okay. That's not fair. That's okay. not nice. What okay. about that's not right. And okay. the families of all the munchkins? The families of all the... <laughs> <laughs> Of the Pacinos, the Pacino family? Maury. Think about them. <laughs> There's a chance Maury doesn't make it to the end of the news. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> I don't want to live to see this remake. Oh, you don't? Oh, <laughs> well, well, don't worry about it, Maury. There's, a, cha There's yeah. a chance you won't live to see Sunday. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Uh, President's Day is on Monday. In the States and Sotheby's, known for all the auctions, mm -hmm. they're celebrating with these Barack Obama Nikes. Obama. Yeah. Where only two pair were ever made. Oh, stop it. Yeah. 
That seems more trouble than it's worth to only make two of something. According to Sotheby's, according to the listing, uh, it's presumed there's no confirmation. It's just presumed that President Barack Obama has the other pair. Uh, It's a USA-themed Nike Hyperdunk sneaker, which I know means nothing to you. Thank you. Was created (laughs) for the players of Team USA during the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympic Games. Okay. So then they made an extra set for President Barack Obama with some changes to them, right? You have the official presidential seal on the tongue Mm -hmm. and then the number 44 in stitching near the big toe, where your big toe is. And then on the inside of the sneaker has bald eagles and then the year that uh, America was founded. Let me show you pictures of these. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to ever own anything that precious. Before I tell you what, you know what I mean? Like the price tag for you to own one of these are. Look like. So here's the. Right, they look like they look like running shoes. Yeah, right, just regular basketball kicks, right? Yeah, yeah, they're kind of cool looking, I guess, huh? Right. There's number yeah. forty-four near the big toe, presidential seal. Running shoes look so spacey to me, because I don't wear them. So anytime I see them, I'm like, those look like moon boots. Big Nike logo on the back, on the yeah, heel. Yeah, yeah. I like the right. blue. I like the blue they use. It's a beautiful good blue. color. Yeah. yeah. And then you got yeah. the presidential seal. That looked like the detail on that. No, is it's sick, dope. Yeah. Right. So these go on sale or uh, for up for auction on Monday. Men's size 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Yeah. And get this. Barry's got 12 and a half. Yeah. Guess what time these go up for auction for? What's on, that? At 444 p.m. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, what do they expect it to get? Have 25, they said? $25,000. 25000 yeah. That's the opening bid? Yeah. So they'll which, go for more than that, which I guess. Seems, so. Which seems kind of low yeah. when you have Barack Obama Nikes where there's only yeah. two pair in existence. Hold on here. Barack Obama's wearing a 12 and a half? Yeah, I want No. You think bigger? No. Smaller? How, t- how tall is Obama? I don't know. He's, he's a tall guy. He's not a tall guy. Barack Obama? Yeah. Number 44, the goat? Yeah, yeah. he is. No, no. Like, okay, well, hold on here. I, th- I think that what? He's a 12. He's a, what, how tall is Obama? Find out how tall Obama is. I understand, like, he may be tall for a president. Obama height. But wasn't uh, wasn't Lincoln the tallest president? Okay. Am I wrong about Can that? Can I just yell at Google for a second? Yeah. When I ask you how tall somebody is, yeah. don't give it to me in meters. Okay. Because then I got to well, go to the conversion. That's not a Google problem. That's a Canada problem. Go to go. You're using the wrong Google. Abraham Lincoln was 6'4. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln was 6'4. Okay, but we're not talking about Abraham Lincoln. I'm just passing on information to you, man. I don't care about the Abraham Lincoln Nikes. Is that including the hat or not including the hat? (laughs) Not including the hat. So with the hat, Abe. Abe was like 6'8. 6'6. 6 feet. Okay, that's not tall. tall. Okay, nobody who's 6 foot has ever considered themselves to be tall. Yeah, no, I don't consider myself tall. I'm okay. Oh, here we go. But, but he's six wearing a size 12? Yeah, dude. Interesting to me. Because I'm 6'4". I don't wear a 12. What size do you wear? Like 11 and a half? I got a little feet for, for a big guy. Shut up in there. Both of you, <laughs> stop laughing at me. I knew as soon as that came out of my mouth, as yeah. soon as that came out of... Shem has doubled over in there, you jackass. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Busy yourself, okay? <laughs> do some work. Do some work, man. <laughs> And don't write this part down. <laughs> okay, Maury, what do you want to say now? I was yeah, just there's say more interesting facts about Abraham Jesus Lincoln. Christ. I shouldn't have started. I shouldn't have said anything about Abe Lincoln. Okay, say, Abe what? Lincoln used to sleep sideways. Okay, fair enough. What else? Because, jeez, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Super Bowl on the weekend. Oh, yeah, go team. And uh, searches once again, as they are every year, this time of year, for Superb Owl, our way up. Superb Owl? Yeah. Superb. I'm going to spell this out. S U P E R B. Owl. O W L. Oh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh because but people for, are typing so quickly. Right. So okay. everybody's looking up superb owl. Yeah. Uh, did you see um, Did you see Tom Brady reading mean tweets? No. Lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Tom Brady to read no. mean tweets. And, and people really dislike Tom Brady. Like, that is just yeah. Why, fact though? right there. Because well, he's, he's the greatest of all time. And yeah. People hate his face, and they hate his life, and they hate that he always wins. It's, isn't it funny and that, they like, hate everything? Like, some people, they'll celebrate yeah. as being the greatest. But then when you actually are the greatest. Right, yeah. You just hate it on yeah. so much. Yeah, and then he was a Trump fan at the very beginning, and then he's like, no, nah, man, I won't oh, yeah, talk about that anymore. Backfell quick, yeah, right? Yeah, and he's like, I won't Tom Brady anymore. seems like the kind of man who doesn't know how to use a wrench. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> Can we be real for a moment? Is there really anyone you'd rather see dropped in a vat of rendered bacon fat than <laughs> <And> Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady, you suck booty. You ugly. You suck. You throw like a fat lady with a flabby arm and a little girl butt face. <laughs> Hashtag Tom Brady. Hashtag suck. <laughs> I hope this loss depresses you so bad that you hardly have sex with your supermodel wife in your giant mansion. <laughs> Yo, he's got to be feeling real good going into the Super Bowl this weekend. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see um, uh, Donald Trump's letter quitting uh, the SAG union? No. Okay, so, you know, they're holding um, uh, disciplinary hearings to expel Donald Trump from the union. Yeah. And he knew that this was going on, so he just preemptively wrote a letter to the union. So the letter is addressed to Gabriel Carteris, mm-hmm. who is Andre Zuckerman from 90210. Oh my god. Because right. she's the national president of no, SAG-AFTRA. She has been for years. I had no idea. Yeah. For okay. years, Andre has been the, the president of the union. Mm-hmm. Um, can I read you this letter real quick? Of course. Ms. Kateris, I write you today regarding the so-called disciplinary committee hearing aimed at revoking my union membership. Who cares? <laughs> while, while I am not familiar with your work, I am very proud of my work on movies such as Home Alone 2, Zoolander, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, and television shows, including The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Saturday Night Live, and, of course, one of the most successful shows in television history, The Apprentice, just to name a few. I've also greatly helped the cable news business, said to be a dying platform with not much time left until I got involved in politics, and created thousands of jobs at networks such as 
MSDNC and fake news CNN, among others. <laughs> which well, which brings me to your blatant attempt at free speech, at, at free media attention to distract from your dismal record as a union. Your organization has done little for its members and nothing for me besides collecting dues and promoting dangerous un-American policies and ideas as evident by your massive unemployment rates and lawsuits from celebrated actors who even recorded a video saying, why isn't the union fighting for me? These, however, are policy failures. Your disciplinary failures are even more egregious. I no longer wish to be associated with your union. (laughs) (laughs) As such, this letter is to inform you of my immediate resignation from SAG-AFTRA. You have done nothing for me. (laughs) Wow. So there you go. He might as well have just said, like, uh, you're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you. Well, that's exactly it, right? It was, you can't dump me. I'm dumping you. No, 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 no. You don't dump me. No, 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 no. Wait wait to list off your, like, everything on your IMDb. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Woo! We did it, guys. We did it. Buccaneers are champs. I told you guys from the beginning of the season. Yeah. How many times have I talked about the Bucks? Oh, all the time. Right? Yeah. Got a rep for my team. Hey, wait a second. Let me ask you a question about this. What? What is on your hat, first of all, right now? What oh, does it say? Oh, you got like a, oh, you made yourself a Super Bowl Buccaneers championship hat. I got a rep for my team. <laughs> but you took a piece of paper and you taped it. And the tape is failing, so now it's just resting on the brim. That's because <laughs> it's not like Amazon where you order in the morning and then the hat shows up that night. Let me ask you a question. What? Is there not okay, so so Tampa Bay yeah. is look at your hat right now. Listen, the hat's not gonna get delivered till the end of the week. Tilt your head Probably. down a little bit so I can see it. So it says Buccaneers Super Bowl L V. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. Oh, okay. Champions. Yeah, you made that yourself. Looks homemade. (laughs) Just so you know. It's temporary, guys. (laughs) Temporary. We did it! Woo! (laughs) You're just waiting on the second, on the real one to show up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good for you. It looks great. Thanks. I'm sure people are impressed. I I, got to represent for my team that I've been a fan of since day one. Hey, let me ask you a question. So you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Mm -hmm. And people call them the Bucks. Yeah. But what's the, the Bass, what's the, what's the NBA team called down there? Miami? Miami Heat? No, is there a Tampa? No, you're thinking Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Milwaukee Bucks, right? That's too confusing. They shouldn't allow that. It's two different leagues, bro. I know, but they shouldn't allow that, though. Who? Because if somebody says the Bucks, I'm very confused. The NBA commissioner and the NFL commissioner (laughs) should do a lineup of teams? Yes, I do. Like, see where the crossover is in names? I do. I think that, yeah. Um, There was a lot of talk last night, and I was going through everything this morning on who the, after Tom Brady, Winning. Yeah. By the way, the, the first half was exhilarating. The second half of that football game last night was so boring. Yeah. Um, but the conversation. Yo, shots. Oh, no, my hat. Oh, no. no. <laughs> don't worry. We all know you rep. Don't, don't sweat it. Listen, I'm here for the, the team, man. <laughs> Look at that. I can't talk about anything else Yo, right shots of Gronk. Two touchdowns. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. So the conversation became... Um, who's the greatest team leader in all sports? Oh, God. And the three that kept coming up to the top were Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and Wayne Gretzky. What about LeBron? 
No. At all? Not even close. No. No. A team leader? No, no. As far as, like, who's the greatest player to play on a team? Like, who's the, not necessarily for their leadership skills, but who's the greatest player to play on a team, in a team sport? And the three names that kept popping up were Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and Wayne Gretzky. But to me, there is no debate. It's Wayne Gretzky at the top. Oh. And then everybody else is playing for second. I would say Jordan at number one. Based on what, though? Just skill like, set, but and when you look at rings, look at, but look at record. Like I was, because then I was, because I was with you. I was like, oh, maybe it's Michael Jordan, but Tom Brady's like real good too, and then Gretzky. But then I started going through like Gretzky's records because I forgot about a lot of them mm-hmm. and how impressive some of them are. And the first one that I came across was thirteen times in the history of the NHL, somebody has racked up. A hundred assists in one season. A hundred assists in one season. It's happened 13 times. Wayne Gretzky did it 12. Bobby Orr did it once. Jeez. (laughs) Okay? If you took away all Wayne Gretzky's goals and you only left him with his assists, he he would still be the point leader. Jeez. If you took away his goals... And just left him with his assists. So you're talking about all points. Sorry, not all points. All across the board for all sports. If you let everybody else have their, in hockey, if you let everybody else have their goals and assists and you took away Wayne Gretzky's, all of his goals, he would still be the point leader just based on assists. Still killing it. Damn. Yeah. Well, guess what? No other player has scored 200 points or more in a season. Wayne Gretzky did it four times. Jesus. Right? I didn't know. I forgot about all this. Because you just think Wayne, he's the wine guy now. You can, like, I know Wayne Gretzky from the LCBO now. I Listen, I grew up watching <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. But you know what I mean? People forget because he hasn't been active in a whole yeah, long time. Wine and whiskey. Wine and, does he have whiskey now? Yeah, he's going to Shut his, your mouth. His whiskey's actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. You're drinking Gretzky whiskey? Yeah. No wonder you've made a homemade hat. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. What would you think of the weekend? I loved it, man. Yeah. I thought it was a good performance. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm actually happy that there were no um, special performances or, sorry, special guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what they did with the stage. I like what he did with the show. I liked all those songs. I thought it was a, a good mix of tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Right. It was, it was fine. It, it was, was like fine. under the circumstance, under... Uh, the guidelines that I'm sure he had to follow and what it, access he had both on and off the field yeah. within the stadium. I thought it was fine. Like, um, they did a good job, I think. Roxy was pissed that there was no outfit changes because we were betting on things as the Super Bowl was going on. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no outfit changes. Wait, also, Yeah. I thought he was supposed to be given like 24 minutes to perform. How long was it? It was 15. Was that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was, but I, the story was that he had to spend $7 million of his own money, right? On this. To, and I was like, where'd you spend that? Question number two. Yeah. I was like, where was all $7 million like, that he spent? Was it on $7 million go? Light bulbs when he was on the inside I, of the I don't, I don't know. I, I will say the this. That there were sound problems, which always drives me nuts yeah. um, with something like this. Uh, I wasn't a fan of that handheld camera in that Hall of Mirrors. I think it went on a little too long. It made me a yeah. little sick to my stomach. Oh, you getting dizzy? And yeah, stuff? I didn't like it at all. Uh-huh. And um, and then the stuff on the and then the stuff on the field 
Normally with Super Bowl halftime shows, when you do gather all those people together, mm-hmm. um, the choreography is tight and it's yeah. on point. There was a couple aerial shots where they cut away real quick because they were way out of formation mm. when they were when they were on the on the on the field. They're so bandaged up. Yeah. Well, I couldn't even <laughs> see properly. No, no, right? no, it's one way to do masks though. I hey. was like, hey, listen, you get that many people, you know, it's it's he comes with his own gimmick, which is the the face bandages. Yeah, so with those face bandages, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, because they were all Pretty much exactly the same, right? Yeah. I wonder if the dancers, were they all wearing, like, actual masks, masks, and then the bandage on That I don't On know. top? I because that's know. what it kind of looked like. When yeah. you, like, go back and watch that performance, yeah. it kind of looked yeah, like that Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But no, but I, I, um, I thought it was fine. Like, I thought it was fine. I, I really like, you know... When other people, I like star, like I like when they bring out surprises. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't know, I just I like that from the super from the Super Bowl, but I think that they did the best with with what they could, and I, and I think it should be judged accordingly because this obviously wasn't the perfect show. Yeah, they had a lot that they had to work with. Although, if they tell me that I got to put together some sort of COVID show and then I walk into a stadium where there's twenty five thousand people there, I'm like, for what? What, I got to play by the rules and you don't? Yeah. I thought it was fine. Like, I didn't have any problem with it. Yeah, it was I fine. Thought, it was fine. It was cer- saw... it's, not, it's not up there with the best, but it was a fine It was a fine performance from oh, somebody who's at the peak of their career right now. Yeah. And there's so many people online complaining. I was like, what are you complaining about? Yeah. I'll tell you, I forgot what the weekend looked like. Oh, because he's always got I'm so used to makeup seeing advantages. Yeah, I'm so I, for the past I don't even know how long. I'm so used to seeing him with the makeup and the bandages that when I actually saw his face, I was like, dude, yeah. you look it, like that. Am I the only one that thinks he got new teeth? Did he get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the top row? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Veneers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he get yeah. new teeth? Yeah, yeah, that's money. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Like I'm like, yo, bro. Yeah, you got some great, great he's got teeth, some man. White chompers. <laughs> yeah, some super white chompers. Fine. I liked it, man. I even liked that he kind of like dipped back and did some of the soul stuff. Now, did they pump in crowd sound? Yeah. Crowd sound for this as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. had to, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also, t- I mean, there was also 25,000 people there. But no, no, no. no. Sure. They, they definitely pumped in, they definitely pumped in crowd sounds. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine, because I, and I don't mind that. I don't even mind it when I'm watching a hockey game or anything like that. Pump in all the crowd. As a viewer, it makes it seem like it would be weird to not have crowd sounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, you know, listen, it was it was fine. It was fine. Um, I think that the songs that he chose were the right ones. I Same. I don't think that it's never the right move at a Super Bowl to throw in something that is unfamiliar. You go if you got no. five songs, you do your most your most familiar five yeah. songs. Do all the big hits, man. Do all the big hits. You only have like a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, and, but and a certain amount of time to keep people's attention on you right but not a lot of people get to play the super bowl who have a current hit yeah right that's the other thing too with the weekend is that not and it rarely it rarely happens yeah because they'll oftentimes go for legends at super bowls that's the way it always was for years is that the The only catalog the only people who got to stand on that stage were absolute legends and they didn't necessarily have to be popular in that day they just had to be legendary yeah but uh but no he picked the he picked the right tracks and he and he sounded good the choreography was a little off the stage was you know it was what 
what it was because you of COVID. You didn't like all the lights because it made you dizzy. I didn't, I didn't like the handheld. I didn't like that gimmick. I thought it went on. I thought it went on a little too long. But I will say this. You know, you know, you got to hand it to somebody when they know that, you know, they're going to become a meme machine. Oh, right? for sure. And, and that, you know, gimmick like in the hallways, inst- it was instantaneously <laughs> memed, right? I liked it, though. Yeah. Big up to the weekend. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How many fans did they have at the Super Bowl yesterday again? It was like 25,000? 25,000. And they're all frontline workers, right? Uh, No, no. I think it was, I think, 7,500 were frontline workers, if oh, I'm okay. not mistaken. And everybody had to be vaccinated, too. No, no. 7,500 people were vaccinated. Oh, only 7,500? Only 7,500 people oh, were vaccinated. Damn. The others had to wear masks. and Nobody's wearing masks. <laughs> Uh, Dan Mori was able to talk to a couple of people who were actually there um, at the Super Bowl to get their reaction to what it was like to be, you know, a part of such a massive game, but smaller crowd. Yeah. And then also be there for the weekend's performance. Uh, Brian Clout is a flight paramedic with the Tampa General Hospital. And this is what he had to say. So it, it was definitely a unique experience, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, um, having all the, you know, the social distancing and everything like that. But for sure, it was it was just being there, being there in that experience, being there with 7,500 of my other coworkers, being there with all the other guests and seeing this up close and personal and just, just getting this opportunity was amazing. Okay, let's talk about the weekend because we know what we saw on TV and it was it was phenomenal. What was it like being there? Was the whole thing live? Was there pre-taped stuff? So the first probably like 30 seconds were uh, recorded, but other than that, it was 100% live and they had these really cool bracelets for us that everyone wore that would light up as the different lights around the entire stadium were going and everyone had one. And even the cardboard cutouts had them attached to them. So it was a completely immersive experience. Like you were standing right there on the stage with them. Every part of it from the backup singers and the dancers and him and everything was just awesome. Another very important question. Was there food for you to buy where the concession stands open? Yes, we could buy food. We could buy drinks. Um, you could buy a little bit of everything if you wanted. The fan shop was open. Everything was touchless. So, you know, they had to go through and either use your touch ID or use um, a credit card or debit card or something like that. But everything was there just like it was a regular game. Okay, last question for you, because I know when we're watching at home, it seemed like they were sort of, I guess, feeding crowd sounds to us at TV. Was it really quiet being there since it wasn't a full stadium? So having been to another football game before, it was... You wouldn't know the difference, honestly. The, the crowd that was there was as loud as it would have been if it was a full stadium. So between all of us, just happy to be there and everybody else, it, it was you wouldn't know the difference, honestly, except for the cardboard cutout sitting next to us. <laughs> that must have been funny. <laughs> it was. It was interesting. I had a little. Uh, if you, I had a little baby in a car seat. In a card, uh, cardboard cutout sitting next to me, so that was kind of cool. Because <laughs> awesome. I guess uh, the story is that you could pay like a hundred bucks or something yeah. to submit a photo to be one of the cardboard cutouts. Yeah, the Super Bowl. God, I wish I knew that. Would you have done? Oh hell yes! Now, would you have done just one, or would you have submitted multiple photos, hoping that they would then have you your three, let's say three? cardboard cutouts yeah. in different parts different parts I would of the have, stadium. I would have spent two thousand dollars. Two grand? <laughs> yep. No you wouldn't. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Maury, how many cardboard cutouts is that? <laughs> yeah. I would have spent yeah, I would have spent two thousand dollars. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Just to be on just to be on television, <laughs> even though I'm on television every single day. <laughs> As a person. You just need to level up just a little bit. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me read this to you here. What happened over there? You okay? Yeah, I just dropped my phone. Sorry. <laughs> I can only see where we sit. I can only see Mocha from the neck out, mm-hmm. right? And so if you dip, like it looks like you can just bend over slightly, but it looks like you've hit the deck. Like oh. it looks like you passed right out because <laughs> I only I only get like the head, right? And so as soon as that disappears, my heart jumps. That's what she said. <laughs> Shut up. Wow. 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 Uh, let me read you this. The average person in a relationship, they say, sits through four hours of shows or movies every single week that they don't like just to avoid an argument about what to watch. Wow. That, I'm sure. Does that happen in your house? Um. Okay. So I, yes. <laughs> okay. But you know it, what? I knew the answer already. Right. I just needed you to admit yes, it. Yes, uh, but I will say this, that I am the perpetrator of this because I am notorious, as we've discussed many times, for convincing Catherine to watch some sort of violent movie mm-hmm. uh, where there's like a rescue mission and guys are dying and there's explosions and it's like the acting is like a six, but the action's like a nine. Sure. Uh, I convince her to watch that and 10 minutes into it, I fall asleep. Right. And she finishes watching it. So, and then I wake up the next morning and I hear how terrible it was. Um, but I will say that <laughs> most times, though, now, if I suggest we watch something that Catherine doesn't like, because hockey's back on it, so if I watch the hockey game, Catherine just plays um, Animal Crossing. Sure. On the couch beside me, right? Yeah. Like, so, so it's not a big deal. But, yes, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that in, in my house. But we mostly agree on shows. Yeah, mostly I would say agree on the shows. same with Jen and I. There are a lot that we agree on and we watch together. Uh, there are some, I'm trying to think in the past, like I wasn't really in a Bridgerton, like it was on in the background. I was on my laptop right? and Jenna was watching it. Um, but other than that, I'm sure I can't think of any right now off the top of my head, yeah. but I'm sure there were like a couple of episodes of something or uh, a movie that maybe I wasn't into, but I knew she really wanted to watch okay, it. So you don't have specific examples. So no. it doesn't happen that often in your no. house. Uh, they 65% of people, Maury, uh, said that sitting through a show you hate is a sign of true love. Agree or disagree? Sitting through a show that you truly, I disagree. You disagree. Sitting through, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he okay, I didn't think that this was going to be the difficult part. Sixty-five <laughs> percent okay, okay. of people, yes, say yeah that yeah sitting yes through yeah a show okay that that you hate yes meaning because your significant other loves it yes but you sit through it regardless yeah is a sign of true love no no interesting. Absolutely. Well, in our house, we argue about the TV all the time. Okay. Okay. Let me, okay. I'm going to ask you a question, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you argue about the TV all the time. Yes. But when you are watching a show that you hate. No, I'll just get up and walk away. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, uh, I'll get to the do you ever get up and walk away question in a minute. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So the question is. Ask slower. Okay. The question is this. Mocha, do you understand? Okay. I gave an answer already. Okay. 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 I'm not asking what you do in this situation. I'm asking you if you agree with this statement. But you're basically saying if you sit through a show that you don't like, then your partner loves it, is that the sign of true love? Right. Absolutely. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm going looking at uh, Tom Brady's sleep schedule because, man, this stuff. Lo- this dude loves to sleep. So he That's goes. How you become a champion, though? He goes to bed at eight thirty every night and wakes up at five thirty. Okay. I go to bed every night at 8.30. So that's what, nine, nine hours sleep? Is I that definitely what he don't get that much. He loves sleep so much that before his very first Super Bowl in 2002, mm-hmm. he took a nap in the locker room and yeah. woke up 12 minutes before they were due on the field. Stop it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, like he loves sleep. It's that championship mindset. Yeah. Like so he, he is like he fresh, fresh. Fresh. Like he loves, like any opportunity he has, he sleeps. He wakes up ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he has like weird like magic jammies too. What do you mean? Tell me about these magic jammies. He wears, you know, I'm, I'm down for a gimmick. Yeah, I know. He wears bioceramic infused sleepwear made by Under Armour. Hold on. To increase energy, promote recovery, and improve performance. Hold on. <laughs> Bio... <laughs> Bioceramic oh, infused. Bioceramic bio infused sleepwear. Sleepwear made by Under, Under Armour. Oh God, okay, to on. me that doesn't sound sexy. Like you go to you to crawl into bed with your wife and you're like, I gotta put my bioceramics on. Hold on here, first. because you know what? I will say I have I have some of the uh, the Under Armour sleepwear. Yeah, and they're really really nice. Really, huh? <sighs> Let me see this bio. His mattress is diamond mem- diamond layered memory foam. Oh, hold on. This was setting important. the bedroom thermostat diamond. between what? Mem- what? Diamond Di- diamond yeah. memory foam. I don't know what that is. Isn't that like those little cones that stick up? Like it's a. Uh, isn't that what that is? Forget like those- the PJs. Let me look at this foam mattress. Okay, hold on. Hold on. The bedroom is between sixty and sixty-five degrees. That's oh chilly to me. No, for a bedroom, yeah. But he's got those thick jammies on too. Is this it? The poor wife it? must be freezing all the time. 3600 bucks. Catherine would not tolerate that if I told her that I needed to keep the bedroom at 60 degrees. There's no way. I wouldn't be a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> well, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> because my my wife's cold feet would prevent me from winning. <laughs> Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah, he Dang. loves sleep. Like, that's Shocked. everything you read about Tom Brady and how can he still do what he does at his age. And How old is he now? 43? Yeah. 43. But they were saying years ago, man, that, you know, every every time he plays, every year he plays, is like, is this the end of Tom Brady? Is this the end? No way. And he just has this this regime that he just lives every single minute of his life by, including when he's sleeping. Like, he takes sleep more seriously than anybody I've ever read about. Yo, this mattress is on sale. Yeah? 1600 bucks. That's it, huh? Yeah, if this is the one. Pajamas are only sixty bucks. The pajamas are what, Maury? They're only sixty. Bucks. They're only sixty bucks, eh? Those pajamas? That's not bad. Are they, they tight? Really, no, they sound tight. They're not. They're they're like black. They look really nice. But uh, so they're not. I have the blue ones. They're not tight. No. How do they do all those things? Because the model being has tight? their hand in their pocket in them. Re- they pockets. Yeah. Wow. For all that money, man, you know you're rich. <laughs> you know you're rich when your pajamas got to have pockets, huh? I know. Right? Where else are you gonna keep the bills, right? <laughs> no, exactly. Just in case, you never know. Uh, you never know. You gotta you sleep with a wallet. <laughs> See, I love sleep as well. You do, but huh? I hate it. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, that that's like next level sleep. Yeah, that's the kind of sleep I yeah, wish I could is. get. Yeah. Before I had a dog, I'd sleep till noon on weekends. That's right. You would sleep till I sometimes would sleep one. Thirteen hours. Sometimes one o'clock. You yeah. would sleep until. Yeah. That's How much not sleep your do you life get anymore. Out? 
Now I get maybe three or four hours. Yeah. Last time, my husband was on, standing on the bed, banging up on the ceiling, telling them to turn their fan off at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. So, what? sorry, say again. What? My husband was standing on the bed. Yeah. Are you talking about the dog right now, or did you move on to something else? Oh, I moved on to something else. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, why does your dog have a fan? What kind of bougie dog are you raising? Uh, so, was, was standing on the bed, banging on the ceiling. Okay. Yeah, isn't your ceiling concrete? Yes. Okay. Okay. No one could hear him except me. He woke me up at two o'clock in the morning, standing on the bed, banging on the ceiling, telling them to turn their fan off. What fan? They have like a, a floor fan, and it vibrates through the floor. <laughs> First of all, how do you know that much about what's in their place? Yo, he's been up there. Oh, super <laughs> weird. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. You want to talk about the uh, ridiculous amount of money that Tom Brady made from just playing in the Super Bowl? Like, set like just, aside. Just the one game? Yeah, just set aside the 50 mil two-year deal he's got with Tampa Bay. Sweet deal, man. Okay, so take that money. And we'll just stick it off to the side. Put it over okay. to the side. Okay. Also, let's put to the side yes. the $12 million in endorsements. No problem. I can do that. I've been, put, I've been putting $12 million to the side for years, man. You don't know me. <laughs> You don't know me, okay. my finances. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his 50 mil deal with Tampa to the side. Okay. 12 million in endorsements. We'll stick that right on top. To the side. Yeah. So for every tier of post-regular season game that Brady and the Buccaneers have played equaled a certain dollar amount in bonus money that he would get. Yeah. So... 750000 for a wild card win. Pesos. Right? Yeah. And then when he helped the Buccaneers win the NFC championship, that bumped up to $1.25 million. Okay. Now we're talking. Okay. And then just to play in the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, the bonuses totaled $2.25 million. Okay. Okay. That's Additional on top of the That's not bad. 50 yeah. on top of the 12 in endorsements. Yeah. I got to say at that point though, the desire to win is a bigger motivator than the bonus money when you're Tom Brady. Absolutely. Cuz if we of already course. have 50 plus 12 stacked, yeah. right? And then somebody's coming at you going I can give you an extra 3 quarters of a million dollars yeah. if you which to him, to Brady. Win the division. <laughs> what are you? That's play you, money. That's weekend money. Yeah, man. That's snacks. Like, I lost that last week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that may still be in my other coat. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Right? When, like, like regular people The, the money's find, not motivating at that point. When regular people, like, put their hand into a jacket that maybe they stored away last spring, you find five bucks, you're like, oh, yeah. man, today's going to be a great day for Tom Brady. He puts his hand in that. Gucci jacket, he's pulling out 2.5, 
or 2.25 million bucks. Dude, you got you put your hand in that Gucci jacket. It just like you just start pulling out diamonds at that yeah. point. Like what are you spending your money on, right? Like you just be doing you would just be doing crazy stuff, right? Like yeah. you'd be like you'd be like uh remember Mr. Deeds? Yeah. Right? You'd be doing crazy stuff with money at that point. Right? You would be doing nuts. I want a, a staircase built out of Lego yeah. that I can just take apart and rebuild every day. Like, you would just do insane things with that money. You would just use that play money. Oh, God. Like yes. That Super Bowl bonus money. Yes. Just yeah. whatever. Oh, please. But for Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, $2.25 million in bonuses uh, for the entire season just for making it to and winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. AKA play money. Yeah, that's all it is. Right? Right? Tom Brady. That's crazy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I just can't warm up. Nobody can. I've been like eating things to try and warm up. Oh, like what? Just like comforting things. Like just, I had mashed potatoes and chicken wings for lunch yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was, and I wasn't even hungry, but I just needed something because I normally don't eat during the day. Yeah. And I was just like, I was, I was, I just needed something. Right, like all the heat's on in the house, like everything. But I just, I just can't warm up this time of year. Mm. I just have a real hard what time with it. What gets cold the most? Like, is it like your fingertips? Is it your feet? Is it your no? Just you your, your entire body. No, you know your what nose? it is? It's a, it's like my core. Like mm. it's a, it's like a. I'm cold from the inside out. Oh wow! Right? Yeah. That sounds like another problem. <laughs> I know. Like, I get that yeah. checked out, bro. <laughs> like and you're cold from the inside. <laughs> I know. I know, like like some like some sort of horror movie. Um, I'm not dead <laughs> at all. I promise you. I promise you that. But it's usually like my core. Like it's usually really? like I just feel like bone chill. What about right? a shot of whiskey? Nah, I don't know if that's, that's gonna help. Effect. Yeah, I don't know. And Makes I'm not feel into warm it. in the in the moment. Oh, I feel nice. Yeah, I God, I haven't had a shot, shot of whiskey shot. in forever. 20 years, I think, I haven't really? had a shot of whiskey. Yeah, huh. I enjoy having that me. with my dad. It makes me feel like an adult. You are an adult, Maury. You're 45 years old. How I old are you? I am not 40. I am 42 and a half. <laughs> 42 and a half. Oh, Who says a half? Like, yeah. I think that when <laughs> like you children, hit a certain children age, do, right? right? Children do. Like yeah. my son, he'll say I'm three and a half years old. Thank you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even think Roxy uses half anymore. Yeah. She's only 11. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no. I think after a certain point, you, you, you get past the... Yeah. I'm this and a half. Yeah. Also, when's your birthday more? June. February. June. So oh, how do you, what? Is it really? Yeah. How do no, you get not. how do you get a half out of that? It's easier math. What do you mean? No, it's not. Then figuring out what am I like forty two and three and a half and a quarter? Excuse me. Three and a half and a quarter? <laughs> no, that was back in December. Wow. Oh, man. Wait, your man. birthday's in June? I thought we celebrated your birthday. Could you last imagine month? one day no. Maury asking you oh. to cut a piece of wood for him? I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. It brings it two how by much, four. How much you want off this? Okay, like a half a baby fingernail. And, like, you know how big my shoes are? <laughs> One eighth, sixteenth of that. <laughs> okay. okay, Jesus Christ. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, measure twice, come once. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see that video of that guy, that lawyer, that tried to zoom in with a judge, but he had a cat filter on? Oh, my God. Now, is that real that or, is, or are yesterday. we being goofed on? No, I think that was real. I think that that was real, at least. You think so? Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, so if you don't know, there's a video that went bonkers yesterday of a Zoom call between, I think it was two lawyers and a judge, and the guy in the bottom right corner who's trying to call in to talk to this judge has a cat filter um, on, and the cat filter, I'd never seen this thing before, the cat filter, like, it moves, like, the cat head moves, and the eyes move, and its little mouth moves. Yeah. I, 
also, to be clear, the yes. cat, it looks like a very sad cat yes. as well. Yes. So he logged on to the Zoom call to have a conversation um, with this judge, and he can't get the cat filter And then the off. other lawyer looks miserable uh, as hell. They all look miserable. Sitting there, right? Yeah. Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to... Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to. We're tr can you hear me, Judge? <laughs> I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, in the... it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's. I'm here live. That's not. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I can. I can see that. Um, I think if you click the up arrow next to this i'm here live like, like I'm, not, has, I'm not a cat like he has to convince everybody on the call that he's not a cat i'm here live that's not i'm not a cat <laughs> i'm not a cat how does that explain to me because i i use zoom every single day of yeah. my life how does that accidentally happen like how does that happen where you just then go onto your computer and click a zoom link where you this is just there for you well was he using that filter he had to have been using the filter before he but he seems that, like he doesn't know he said that it was his receptionist's computer yeah really right, liar and so obviously what happens is because i've done this with matthew before like if i had a, a background you guys on. just sit and talk talk at, like as cats to each other so like maybe she was talking to a, like a, one of her nieces or nephews or something like that and had the filter on and then closed Zoom. So when you open it up again, that filter's still going to be there. Okay, so he... But that, that means he's unprepared, that lawyer. <laughs> because that means he logged on at the very last minute. Yes. Right? Yes. And didn't have time to check camera angles and make right. sure that the camera, your your camera was, was clean, at least. Right? So the guy's name is Rod Ponton. Mm -hmm. And let me read you this. While he admits it's not his finest moment in the courtroom... <laughs> you think? He did say this. If I can make the country chuckle for a moment in these difficult times they're going through, I'm happy to let them do that at my expense. Um, so I guess he's sort of taking it in stride. But I guess, so I guess you can, like, accidentally? Like, I... Not accidentally. He was very unprepared, <laughs> logged on and just figured, okay, That's I'm going to start this meeting right am now. I, am I the only one that logs on to Zoom and, like, I'm, I do, like, the, the, the audio and video test? No, I've done Am that I the before. only one? No, I've done like, that Maury before. Maury just laughed at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm some sort of nerd. <laughs> I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Oof. And in preparation or as like a gimmick, a stunt, the folks over at KD, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, the classic, um, they've done this before where they have, like, special flavors or they have, like, a special powder that will flavor your mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. They did this in the fall during the pumpkin spice craze that everyone is <laughs> now a part of, right? Yeah. So they have a new one now where you sign up on the website, and I think they only produce, like, a 1,000 of these. Okay. And people were picked randomly um, to receive this special craft mac and cheese where it included, so it's regular mac and cheese, but included is like a powder that turns a mac and cheese pink. Oh. And tastes like candy. Oh. So it's candy, candy. So Dammit Mori got his hands on a box. Oh, he did? Yeah. And decided to make it at home. 
and surprise Damon Matthew. Oh God, but I bet not that like over well. But not like make it at home and hey, come to the table. I want you to try this. Okay, you needed to be extra weird and say, "Come here, I have to blindfold you and, <laughs> and check this out." Matthew. Okay, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna put a blindfold on you, and then excuse I'm gonna, me. Yes, I'm gonna put a blindfold. Uh, Maury, I don't have time for this. Okay, I'm gonna put a blindfold on you, and then I need to stick something in your mouth for you to try. <laughs> uh, no, you're not. I don't have any time for you to stick anything in my mouth right now. No, it'll be easy. Okay. Ow! Stop! I have to get the blindfold you on. Crazy! Like I'm in the middle of working. Okay. Ow! What? Well, can I tighten the blindfold? Can you please leave me alone? Okay. Can you see the? No, I can't see. No, but take the bowl. What bowl? The bowl I'm handing to you. Okay, I don't think I could do this. Like, why? <laughs> Wait, maybe I should feed it to you. Oh, Maury, I want this to be over and done. Where's with. your mouth? You tell me. You don't know where my mouth is? Okay. <laughs> Hold this in your hand. I can't eat blind. No, but just, there's a, the fork is right there. I didn't even swallow this because, like, I don't know what I'm eating. Uh, what is that? <laughs> What? I can't tell what it is, but I need to spit it out. What, what do you What do you taste? Is it chocolate? It's candy. What? It's Valentine's Day candy-coated KD. Oh, God. I'm going to puke. Okay, stop. <laughs> swallow it. Uh-uh. It's gross. It's disgusting. Could you swallow what's in your mouth? No, I'm not. I'm going to spit it out. No, don't spit. Oh, shut up. <coughs> gross. <coughs> Oh, that was my Valentine's Day gift to you. Oh, you better <laughs> order something else, because that's for sure not going to be my <laughs> gift. Happy Valentine's Day. No, <laughs> you. Uh-uh. Oh, needless to say, it went exactly the way you think it did. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Now, Roz, you know I love Reddit. Everything on Reddit, I'm a big fan of, especially these section labeled T-I-F-U. Today I effed up. This is where, oh, <laughs> where users will go and tell their story of how they messed up that one particular day. Right. Uh, here's the latest one. This just happened 30 minutes ago. A little backstory. I live with my best friend, and due to COVID, we are both having some financial troubles. I am still able to work a few hours a week coaching a group of young gymnasts, but it's barely enough to pay the bills. The F-up starts on today's call where everything started out just fine when out of nowhere, I get a message on Instagram. I read it and immediately show my roommate who's next to me. It's an offering to become a sugar baby. Oh. We started discussing whether or not I should commit to it, obviously while muted. The more we found out that this may seem legit, the more excited we got. Now, at this point, I'm halfway through the call. We are going back and forth debating the situation while continuing to coach these kids. We become more accepting of the sender's offer and started making up different ways to make the money worth it. I go, quote, we can send a picture of my ass and get a thousand bucks. And then she put in brackets. Not actually. But again, we were just making stuff up. Yeah. My roommate replies with, we could send my ass and probably get two thousand dollars. Oh, no. As we laugh about sending pictures of our asses and the potential sugar baby opportunity, my roommate looks over at my laptop. We forgot to mute the microphone. Oh, no. 
I immediately mute myself and feel so much shame come over me. I spent a lot of my time trying to create a professional image of myself over the past six months so that they respect me as their coach and then proceed to throw it all out the window. <laughs> there was no doubt that they heard us talking. Oh, no. <laughs> and again, and again, remind people who they were talking to. A bunch of kids. Oh, God. Uh, oh, no. A bunch of young gymnasts. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Tusa, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you. So, what's up? To have kids or not to have kids? That is the question. Yeah, uh, Tusa, you wrote us this, Razamoka, please fix my life. My husband and I have been married for over two years and still cannot decide whether or not to have children. I feel super stressed because I feel like I'm running at a time and it's something we talk about every day. We love children, but there's a lot happening in the world to make us think it might not be the best, might not be best, it might be best to not have kids. Um, what kind of questions should we be asking ourselves in order to help us decide if we should plan to have children in our future? Hmm. Atusa, how old are you? 30. 30. And your husband is? 29. What's holding you back? So when you guys have your discussions at home as to whether or not you yeah. want to have kids or not, what are the reasons you say you want to have kids? And what are the reasons that are holding you back from having kids? We really do love kids. Like when we see kids, we get so excited. It's just like... I don't know, pure happiness and joy when we see them. So yeah. I really, truly think that if we do have kids, we'll give it all, 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 our all and do everything that we can to raise the kid as best as we can. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it kind of sounds a little cynical, but there's so much darkness in the world right now. And it just worries us that like we can try our best as parents, but social media, for example, can change them a certain way so i don't know there's never if you're waiting around for the the perfect time to have a kid mm -hmm. you're never gonna have a kid okay yeah. like yeah. There, all it's, those reasons like every generation of of parents uh they've all had like a period of time where they feel like oh now is not the right time to have a child yeah. because look at the way the world is right yeah. right you're 30 right yes okay so when you were 10 and 9 11 just happened were your parents sitting around going, God, why did we bring this kid into this world? Yeah, definitely. No, they weren't. They weren't, yeah. right? They're, they, 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 they just, they weren't. There is never going to be the right time. And if you start yeah. looking for excuses to not have a kid, if you really want to be a mom, and now if you don't want to be a mom, and, that, and that's the conversation, that's a whole different story. Yeah. But if you want right. to be a mom and you want kids in your life, but you are constantly looking for reasons to dissuade you or reasons to prove to yourself that it's not the right time or the world is messed up or whatever you will always find a reason yeah, you're always you're always going to find a reason yeah right we've true. talked to i don't yeah. even know even even in the past year we've talked to so many people that listen to this show that have had kids during covid during yeah. lockdown right. where yeah. you can't have people in there we had a we had a, a huge fans call us the other day from the delivery room like right before they induced <laughs> mm -hmm. you know we were we were in there with them and there if you keep looking for it you're going to find it and if you, do you want to be a mom i do i do oh okay. there you go there's your answer do you guys <laughs> want to be a dad yeah, he does. He really does. Like, oh. we're both literally on the same page. We 
We do, but at the same time, we have that fear. Yeah. But what's the fear, though? What's the fear? Is it more fear of of actually being parents? Like, forget about the state of the world, but is it the fear of of how your life is going to change and uh, not knowing how to be a parent? Like, is that what you guys are? Not necessarily, to be honest with you. It's everything Mm. else that's around that. Like what? what, So so explain the fear, then. What's the, you guys are afraid. What are you afraid of? That you're going to suck at being parents or that the world is so messed up? (laughs) The world. Ah, get over it. Get over it. Get over yourself. You're you, listen. It, you are you are a small, tiny, tiny, tiny little part of all of this madness, mm-hmm. and the madness yeah. is never going to end. But guess what? The madness has always been there. And guess what? Yeah. Atusa, as uh, as parents, for you and your husband, it is your job once you do become parents, if you decide to have kids, is yeah. to help navigate that young child, that brain, and and teach that kid right from wrong. It's your it's it's your yeah. job to help with the madness that's true yeah. and explain right. the madness and yeah, yeah. to protect them from the madness yeah we're willing to do that so i just gotta get it in my head to push ourselves to do something like that yeah you a good person uh, yeah i think so yeah. is your husband a good is your husband a good person <laughs> yeah he's the best yes. yeah you guys love each other yes we do you gotta love to get you got a little bit left over for somebody else yeah, yeah, we have a lot of that. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna teach the kid to be kind and all that other stuff. Yes. You're gonna yes. keep the kid safe. Yes, yeah, for sure. You're gonna, you're gonna feed the kid when it's hungry. For sure. For you're gonna, sure. You're gonna kiss a cut when they fall. Yes, yeah? definitely. Okay, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. You're gonna wipe a butt when it's fine. full of poo. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> definitely. Now, if you if you didn't want to be a mom, this is a different conversation because it's not our place yeah. to convince you to do to do something one way or another. But if you want yeah, to no, if you want to be a mom, but you're looking around at the world going, you know, it's beat me. Um, this is the way to sort of fight back is to is to build is to build change within your own home. And to just right. create more people who are going to lead with love and lead with compassion and send them out into the world. And hopefully they're able to impact it so it doesn't look so scary for somebody else down the road. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's, that's all great that advice. Okay, yes. It, very, it really does. I love you guys so much. Like, Aww. I'm a huge fan. It's my first time calling in, first time talking to you guys. I'm, I'm very thankful. Thank you so much. Uh, well, we love you right back. As soon Thank as you. you're off the phone with us, want you to call your husband and tell him tonight <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> We're making a baby. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll let you know how that goes. You want us to play you, like, some sexy music or something? Like, what turns you on? <laughs> okay. Anything? Uh, like a song or an artist? Like Drake? You into Drake? You want to play you some Drake? Sure, sure. Okay. Like <laughs> don't, don't tell your husband that I said that. That we got out of you. That Drake turns you on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. All right, Atusa. Much love to you. Take care. Have a great day. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. All right, we got Tessica Brown on the phone, a.k.a. Gorilla Glue Girl. So she went viral. She sprayed Gorilla Glue in her hair. She ran out of hairspray and sprayed Gorilla Glue in her hair. For those of y'all that know me know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with a little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla Glue Spray. Bad. 
bad idea. Oh, so, so bad. So she was in the hospital uh, over the weekend. Chance the Rapper uh, shouted her out and wrote this on social media. I'm glad MFR is actually supporting her through this. When I watched the video the second time, it was hard to laugh because I could tell Shorty genuinely didn't know that she had put one of the world's most powerful adhesives in her hair. Uh, I hope she recovers well. Jessica, how you doing, girl? It's Razamoka. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling a little better. Yeah, so everybody's so concerned with you. But before we get to how you're doing now, because we all saw the pictures of you uh, in the hospital over the weekend, um, can you just quickly explain how you got to this point? Like, was it a mix-up? Was it how did how did you wind up with gorilla glue on your head? Well, I did my hair, and usually when I do my hair, I use a spray called Got to Be Glue. Yeah, but I didn't have any more. I figured if I use the gorilla glue, you know, by the time I come home. I could just wash it out. But when I tried to wash it out, it didn't move. And then what happened? Like, what did it feel like when it started to set? Because this is what people use to repair things like cement, which I'm sure you discovered after the fact. Yes, yes. It's just that my ponytail just kept getting tighter and tighter. And at what point after the the first time you applied, or I guess the only time that you applied Gorilla Glue, at what point did you start to get worried that this may be a permanent thing or a lot more difficult to get out of your hair than you thought? Well, I guess about a second week after me trying to wash it out, I got with my sisters, I got with my mom, everybody was trying to give me, you know, different things about what to do to wash it out. But after, you know, that month passed, this is what made me take it to social media. And then the outpouring from people at first was, I mean, you know, you got goofed on a lot. You got called Gorilla Glue Girl. Um, but then it yeah. sort of turned into concern. How did you feel at the beginning when people were like, oh, you idiot? How did, like, you're dealing with this and your hair doesn't move and you have Gorilla Glue in it. And then you have to deal with all this sort of online, you know, you idiot stuff. How did, how did that make you feel? I mean, I really, really felt some type of way. Because again, I only went to social media because I didn't have, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And I just figured somebody out there can tell me what I can use to take care of. And did you, at any point, did you even try to reach out to Gorilla Glue to the folks over there to see uh, what they would suggest to help get the glue out of your hair? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you try to shave it off? I, you can't even get a razor under there. Oh so wow. Even tried God. To, yeah. Okay, so then you, we, we all saw, you took a picture over the weekend of the outside of a hospital and then you lying in a hospital bed with uh, with a medical professional over top of you and there was something in your hair. So when you went into the hospital, did they have a plan? Did they know what to do and what did they do? No, this, the stuff that was in my hair, that was the cotton from everybody telling me to take the cotton swabs and try to dab different, everything that they were telling me on social media. So the cotton swabs started getting stuck. Okay. So, so then what happened? Yes. First of all, when I got to the emergency room, you know, they took all my vitals and they brought me straight to the back. Um, she said, we want to take care of you right now. When I get in the bed, they went and got um, nail polish removal. She got some saline water and they started to um, start on the back because I told her it wasn't that much spray in the back because I really couldn't see the back. It's more in the front. So she started with the back. So when she started, like it started to burn. So they took the saline water and tried to, you know, cool it off. But it burned so bad to where my heart started beating too bad. Oh, no. So she still stopped. And she told me it looked like she can do it, but it's going to take at least 20 hours. 20 hours? Two zero? Yes. Okay, so then what happened? So I, I, I asked them, you know, can I go home? 
you know, at least I'll be home and I'll be comfortable yeah. instead of just laying in the hospital bed trying to get it all out. They gave me some um, saline water. They gave me some neuropolismoral wipes to go home with. The thing is, like, every time we saw it, it burns, like, oh. extremely oh, no. bad. Oh, And you can't even get yeah. it to a point where it loosens the hair a little bit that you can then just shave it all off. And that's the point that I'm trying not to get to. I really oh. don't want to shave my hair. No, yeah, like, that's no, for sure. The, yeah, that's going to be, like, the end result, like, you know, I have nothing else to do. So you're still in this then. So so uh, your trip to the hospital over the weekend, everybody was sort of hoping that you were going to come out and, and everything was going to be good. But you're still in this deep, huh? Yes, I am. And then, like, I mean, I'm not going to say it makes me mad because, again, before I even went to social media, I knew it was going to be, you know, some bad stuff and some good stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's what you get from being stupid. Well. Now look at you. Yeah. I know, I know. I know. Listen, everybody's pushing for you. Chance the rapper gave you that huge shout out. Uh, I think that I think that the opinions have changed. I think I think people are now starting to realize that you know you're in it and you're in a bad way right now. So, um, give us a call back when when you, you sort of work through this process and just hope it doesn't hurt too bad and you just take care. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Tasca. You have a good day. You too, baby. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, you got the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? Uh, I'm just on my way to set, so, yeah. <laughs> what, kind, what kind of set? What do you mean set? Uh, I, I, you guys aren't going to air this, are you? Yeah. Oh, sh- Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it already, so what's set? I, I, I work in long format, so I work with uh, Jason Momoa, and uh, I'm also on with uh, another pilot, which I can't mention just yet. Oh, so what are you, what are you, what is, what's my mom shooting right now? C? C is that what you guys are doing two, here? Yeah. 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 yeah, we're doing C. Nice. So, um, are you, yes, are you yes. like in regular contact with Momoa? Uh, yes. Oh. Uh, Can you tell him I sent him I, a DM I, and he hasn't read it yet? <laughs> <laughs> I know I the guy gets possibly. a lot of DMs. I know he gets a lot of DMs, but he's been spending a lot of time, ta- uh, a lot of time in and around the neighborhood where the radio station is. Um, and I sent him a DM yeah. like forever ago, and I just think the polite thing to do would yeah. just to like acknowledge that you read it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. He doesn't have to reply. Mocha just wants to see the little scene thing underneath. Yeah, completely. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he'll feel good. Yeah. Then he'll feel good. I get the sense with Jason Momoa uh, that he's the kind of guy that is just about to do something and then looks at you and goes, "Hey, man, can you hold my knife?" <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I always like, you know, he'd be cool to hang. He'd be cool to hang with, but I think that he would just want to go in your backyard and like hit things with other things, and then and then you don't want to do one of those other things. And then like and like and try and figure out how to climb from the bottom of the house to the top of the house without using the stairs. (laughs) And I'm telling you, man, him building hammers and stuff, it's like, oh man, yeah, I know. know, He's a cool guy, like. Is he really? Because I saw one video. Um, he was like taking apart or putting back together a motorcycle, like in his living room. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's like honestly, it's one of those things where when you meet somebody, it's kind of like mind blowing to to know how much he's into, and like what like his knowledge is just it's insane with cameras and and motorcycles and like even like his clothing line, like everything. You just you're just like shocked at how much one person could potentially be into. And he's not just, you know, one hand into it. He's, like, knee-deep into it. 
You know what I mean? He's like way deep into it. And he's just like, he's, he's just, he's a down to earth guy. Really, really cool to talk to. And you know, he's just, he's a, he's, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, well, he's not waist deep into replying to DMs, so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's, that's the only thing. That's the only thing in his life he's not waist deep in. Uh, <laughs> for sure. All for right. Sure. Hey, dude, listen, uh, thank you so much, my man. Thank you, too. Take care, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I just can't warm up. Nobody can. I've been, like, eating things to try and warm up. Oh, like what? Just like comforting things, like just I had mashed potatoes and chicken wings for lunch yesterday. Oh, nice! Yeah, I was, and I wasn't even hungry, but I just needed something because I normally don't eat during the day. Yeah, and I was just like, I was, I was, I just needed something, right? Like all the heat's on in the house, like everything. But I just, I just can't warm up this time of year. Mm. I just have a real hard what time. What gets with cold it. the most? Like, is it like your fingertips? Is it your feet? Is it your no? Just you your, your entire body? No, you know your what nose? it is? It's a, it's like my core. Like mm. it's a, it's like a, I'm cold from the inside out. Oh wow! Right? Yeah. That sounds like another problem. <laughs> I know. Like I get that checked <laughs> out, bro. <laughs> like and you're cold from the inside. I know. I know. Like like some like some sort of horror movie. Um, I'm not dead <laughs> at all. I promise you. I promise you that. But it's usually like my core. Like it's usually really? like I just feel like bone chill. What about right? a shot of whiskey? Nah, I don't know if that's, that's gonna help. Fix. Yeah, I don't know, and Makes I'm not feel into warm it. in the in the moment. Oh, I feel nice. Yeah, I God, I haven't had a shot, shot of whiskey shot. in forever. Twenty years, I think I haven't really? had a shot of whiskey. Yeah, huh. I enjoy having that me. with my dad. It makes me feel like an adult. You are an adult, Maury. You're 45 years old. How I old are you? I am not 40. I am 42 and a half. <laughs> 42 and a half. Who says a half? Like, I yeah. think that when <laughs> like you children, hit a certain children age, do, right? Children do. Like yeah. my son, he'll say I'm three and a half years old. Thank you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even think Roxy uses half anymore. Yeah. She's only 11. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no. I think after a certain point, you 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 get past the yeah. I'm this and a half. Yeah. Also, when's your birthday more? June. February. June. So oh, how do you, what? Is it really? Yeah. How do no, you get not. how do you get a half out of that? It's easier math. What do you mean? No, it's not. Then figuring out what am I like forty two and three and a half and a quarter? Excuse me. Three and a half and a quarter? <laughs> no, that was back in December. Wow. Oh, man. Wait, your man. birthday's in June? I thought we celebrated your birthday. Could you last imagine month? one day no. Maury asking you oh. to cut a piece of wood for him? I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. It brings it to how much, four. How much you want off this? Okay, like a half a baby fingernail. And like you know how big my shoes are, <laughs> one eighth sixteenth of that. <laughs> okay. okay, Jesus Christ, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, measure twice, come once. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Big anniversary for Lady Gaga today, and you're gonna see this pop up on social all day because it's a big celebration. What is it? Uh, it is, believe it or not, the 10 year anniversary Roz of Lady Gaga's single "Born This Way" being released. I'm off the album of the same name same album as like edge of glory you and i judas set a world record at the uh with guinness as the fastest selling single on itunes over a million copies in five days since it was released six weeks at number one on billboard nominated for a grammy sorry the song wasn't nominated for a grammy but the album was mm-hmm. it's weird which is super weird mm-hmm. and i don't know if you guys remember but when this song first dropped, 
everyone was like, well, what does it sound like? It sounds so familiar. It sounds just like Express Yourself from Madonna. Yes. And then there was that whole debate and that whole battle between Lady Gaga and Madonna. I mean, you can hear the similarities, right? Yeah, like pretty much the same song. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, geez, I don't know. Similar. Is similar. it the same? Is it the same? Not song? the same song. It's very similar. I could hear it the sounded, similarities. It sounded. They sounded more similar then than they do now. Does that make sense? Because I think that they've just both been in our lives for so long now yeah. that I've separated the two of them. Like I don't. I don't conflate born no, this I way. No, I know there are they, Lady they, Gaga songs. There are Madonna uh, songs. Yeah, but I. I mean, I remember when this came out. Like I would sing, "Express Yourself." to Born This Way. Like, yeah. I would sing Madonna's well because that was the more familiar track to me. Sure. And then as soon as you hear a chord progression like that, then you just sing what you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't I do not do that anymore. Um, God, that was a good song. Jeez. Yeah. Ten years, though. Crazy. And there were so many different versions of that song that ended up coming out. I don't know if you guys remember this one. Country version of Born This Way? You remember this? My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She rolled my hair, put my lipstick on in the glass of her boudoir. Like this. Fun. Isn't this awesome? I wonder if she would have released this version only if it would have still had the, the no. same impact. No. Probably not, eh? No. No, because Maury's not dancing to this. This is the first time I've ever looked at Maury and he's not dancing to a Lady Gaga song. Oh, you don't song. like this one? No. Oh, it's all right. He's, he's all right. Yeah, no. I guess just like a nice, like a different take on it, right? I can't find, I'm, I'm trying to find the good audio for this, but it's just concert footage. But Madonna actually did a montage of Express Yourself into Born This Way in 2012 when she was on tour. <laughs> oh, yeah, because everyone was starting to do the, uh, the mashups, right? the mashup together on yeah. stage. <laughs> not to be a pet, not to be like petty no, or anything, no. right? <laughs> <laughs> but 10 years today, uh, 10 years ago today, Gaga released Born This Way. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, yo. All right, hey, it's time for Name That Quarantine. Can you feel the love in the air? Valentine's Day right around the corner. Welcome to Name That Quarantine. The question is, could you name a legendary song, both the artist and the song title, by only hearing the first line of that song? It's actually far more difficult than you will think. And with Valentine's Day right around the corner, uh, today's theme is ripped from Billboard magazine's top love songs of all time. <gasps> and not are these only the top love songs of all time. Every song in this list has the word love in the title oh has the word love this is my repertoire in the title i am so, so wet in your whistle okay that's yeah. weird right around valentine's day too <laughs> i would take him want my sorry. whistle wet i would take him more seriously now than if labor day was around the corner mocha so <laughs> look out okay um so the way it works is it's going to be uh mocha versus maury shem is here as the official judge shem hey bonjour hi all right uh, <laughs> bonjour, hi. so uh i will call out the uh the clue you guys will have an opportunity to buzz in mocha if the people at home can hear your buzzer 
There we go. Maury? Mocha, one more time. Maury. There we go. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, give me a number six. I believe the children uh, are Mocha. That is Whitney Houston. Um, oh my god. Um I believe the children are here. Oh, uh, greatest. Oh, <laughs> is it? Um, Too late, Maury. <sighs> greatest love of all. Greatest love of all. Greatest love of all. <laughs> greatest love of all. Stop looking at me. I said it. Five, four, three. You're the greatest love of all. Two, one. What Maury. is it? It's Whitney Houston's greatest love of all. It's what I said. No, you didn't. You he said he already said Whitney Houston. I don't you, need to Maury, say it. You, yes, you do. I did not confirm oh, it was the Whitney song Houston. Title is need... Whitney Houston. No, 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 no. Oh, Ma listen. You said Whitney Houston. Yeah. You didn't get the song title. No. Maury said the song title, but didn't say Whitney Houston. Oh, you idiot! <laughs> I'm the idiot. Greatest love of all. 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 Okay. Again, I, I I can't say this enough. Okay, it's song title and artists based on one clue. Greatest love of all. Greatest love of all. Okay, so Shem point five. Okay. <laughs> uh, hit me with uh, number eleven, please. Mocha. That is rock set. It must have been love. Yes. There we go. Oof, this is getting uh, heavy here. Uh, give me, um, oh, three, please. The whispers in the morning. Uh, Mocha. That is Celine Dion. Yeah. With The Power of Love. Yes! Oh! Number five, please. No New Year's uh, Day. Mocha. Stevie Wonder, I just called to say I love you. Yes, sir. <laughs> why, why, why am I the only one clapping, Maury? You don't want to clap? You're like bad sportsman, sportsmanship? Okay. You don't clap for the competition. Uh, 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 Shem, what's the score so far? Currently, more, uh, Mocha loves to win three to nothing. <laughs> Here we go. Three to point five. Uh, <laughs> number seven, please. Uh, I'm going to actually go with Maury. Maury. No, that was me. Oh my God, okay. God, that was me. I'm going to go with Maury. Shit. I heard Maury. Okay, okay, okay. Cheater. Okay. Love you, Mocha. <laughs> okay, uh, Maury, go ahead. It's The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. Huey Lewis and the News, The Power of Love. Correct. Okay. I swear that was my buzzer, guys. Okay, we may, That's my point. Okay, we may have to go back to the tape after the fact, but we can't do it while we're playing. So no. if there needs to be a correction, we can correct it after the fact, okay? Well, the so fact we'll, go, we'll go and do slow-mo, and we'll go and do everything else. Uh, number nine, please. I have a feeling we'll all forget and not do any of that. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, Mocha. That is Crazy in Love, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yes, sir. What's going on, Maury? You okay over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 14, please. Close your eyes. Uh, Mocha. That is uh, Boys to Man. I'll make love to you. I'll make love to you. <laughs> yes, Mocha, correct. I don't know why you just did that, Morgan. That was super <laughs> weird, man. <laughs> Copying, bro. That was super weird. Uh, number eight, please. You must understand. Maury. Oh. Tina Turner. You must understand by the. Five, four. Tina Turner and three, love. Two. One. Mocha. 
Tina Turner. What's love got to do? Got to do with it? Yes, sir. Right? Husband's gonna yes. divorce me. What a classic! Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it? Oh. What's love but a second-hand emotion? Okay, how many, Shem's score is what? Six to one. Six so to one. Oh, okay, close, uh, we'll end on this. Maury, uh, you have the opportunity to not be wholeheartedly embarrassed, just slightly embarrassed. Please, okay. number four. <laughs> Maury. Meryl Bainbridge and Love Song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's incorrect. I don't know that song. Really? Yeah. Hold on, let me hear it again. Feels like... Maury. Um, I love you always forever. Okay, Meryl Bainbridge, I love you always forever. Incorrect. Mocha for the steel. I don't know that one. It is, in fact, I love you always forever by Donna Lewis. I love you always forever. Uh, do I have one more? Yeah, still bonus. Do I have one more? Yeah, tiebreaker. Uh, okay, uh, give me number 10, please. Uh, Mocha. Uh, that is Mariah Carey, Vision of Love. Yes, sir, it is. Mocha, Mori, I don't know, actually. No, I want to hear that ever, back, too. If you that... ever, I don't know if you've ever got a Mariah Carey answer correct. I think Mocha's beat you every no, single time no, you Mariah Carey has come up in quarantine. You can't say that because had you I can actually me, say anything no, I want. No, uh, the final score case. is what? <laughs> Seven to one. Seven to one. <laughs> that is how you play name that quarantine. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yesterday, mm. Dammit Maury made a couple of phone calls. Uh, one to his own husband, Dammit Matthew, which is super weird because they live in the same condo. Matthew's working from home. Okay. After the show, Maury goes home and then goes into another room to call his own husband. Okay. And then when he didn't get the answers he needed from Dammit Matthew, he decides to call you. Oh, God, that's what this was. And he recorded the whole thing like a creeper. And I guess because Valentine's Day is coming up, Maury ended up, and I don't know why, like, mm. this is so weird. Tell me this isn't weird. I mean, everything that Dan Maury does is weird. Okay. But he found this questionnaire from the 1950s. Oh, I, I had the conversation with him. Right? He found this questionnaire from the 1950s where it's like one of those, how well do you know your husband? Yes. How well do you know your man? Yes. Where, you know, you ask the other person something about yeah. your spouse it's like the newlywed game give what's an their answer. favorite this yeah so maury as i said called his own husband who didn't have time for it still talked to him like entertain for like a second and then decide to call you hello happy valentine's day oh my god hi happy valentine's day mm -hmm. okay so <laughs> how well do you know your oh god as if i have time for this how well do you know your man i know him very well more than he knows himself that's for sure okay well let's find out i have here in my hand a how well do you know your man quiz thing from 1950 i'm glad you've got all the time on your hands <laughs> is your man suspicious and jealous I think my man is very suspicious and jealous. I'm not suspicious and jealous at all. Okay. Oh, oh, is sure. your man oh, 15 pounds overweight? 
Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> Maybe 10, but that's just because of COVID. Uh-huh. Okay, next question then. Does okay, your no, man... I, don't have, I don't have time for these questions. I, I'm working. I have to go. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hey. That's How me. are you? Does it matter? Happy Valentine's Day to you. <laughs> so here's what's it's happening. Not a song. My husband. So I called Matthew, <laughs> and I thought for Valentine's Day, I found this 1950s How Well Do You Know Your Man quiz. And he, right. had, and he had no time for it. So I thought, who better to phone than the man that truly knows his man, <laughs> me, being okay. you? I okay. spend more time with you than I do my husband. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's Is see this how. Is going to take a long time? Hopefully not. Let's see how well you okay. know your man, Maury Sherman. Shut, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rephrase that, please. Okay, but it, it, just for the sake of this, the questions are worded, your man, that has to be me. It's just okay. how it works. It's just how it's written. Okay. What's your man's least favorite body part? Like, like your least favorite body part on me or your least no. favorite body part on you or your least favorite body part in general? My least favorite body part on my, me. I would say that your least favorite body part on you is the same as my least favorite body part on you, which is your face. Oh, (laughs) I like my eyes. (laughs) Okay. What disappointment or rejection from your man's past still stings? Oh, no. (laughs) Can I say me? The rejection from you? I guess you, yeah. you could, sure. I would just say rejection in general. I know. Yeah. Never mind. Oh. The, reject, the, the rejection from, um, the rejection from <laughs> um, your credit card every oh. time you try and use it. Oh, that does sting all the time. Okay. Yes. Is your man slow in coming to bed? No, he's just slow in general. <laughs> so I'm quick to come to bed. No, I don't know. I have no, I have no answer. <laughs> you okay. may die before the end of this conversation. Okay, the room is spinning. Okay. I'm going to say you passed with flying colors. You know your men very well. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day to you. <laughs> you may be you may actually be the worst singer I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, do you want another question? Guess not. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, an HBO exec revealed how they're going to handle the Samantha situation in, say, uh, Sex in the City. Oh, really? Yeah, and a lot of people are pissed off about it. Oh. So there was a lot, like, what do you do? So Samantha's not going to be in the reboot. Mm-hmm. Kim Cattrall is not part of the show, but everybody else is. They're bringing everybody back. And they're not killing her off, right? Well, that some people had said, you know, will she be killed off? Will she? Would she be recast? Would she? Mm-hmm. All, all of these things that, how do you fill that sort of void? She moved, I bet. And so what the executive has said is that they're going to, quote, take cues from real-life events with Samantha, Samantha's absence being explained by the group simply no longer being friends with her anymore. He says, just like in real life, people come in your life and people leave. Friendships fade. 
uh, and new relationships start. So if you think it is very indicative of the real stages of the actual stages of life, they're trying to tell an honest story about being a woman in her 50s in New York. So it should all feel somewhat organic and that the friends you have when you're 30 may not be the friends you have when you're 50. I disagree with this completely. So this says to me and why people are thinking that this is real shady, like even more shady than killing off Samantha, is because if everybody else is back, mm -hmm. but Samantha's not, and they just explain it that Samantha is not their friend anymore, then it's they're obviously framing it as something Samantha did to get shunned from the group because all the other women are still friends together. And they've together, all carried on. And they've all carried on. So it obviously will look like it's something that Samantha did. Like, there's no other way to frame it. Which is fine, but my problem is, is it leaves the door open to the possibilities of... Well, they're going to bump into each other at a bar because it's New York. They always went to the same places and stuff. Yeah, but you Whereas, never know. Like, what if Samantha, in this new version of Sex in the City, like, she just moved. She doesn't even live in New York. Maybe she's living in L.A. now. Well, yeah. she did live in L.A., right? Yeah. So, but does this not leave the door open for a change of heart maybe down the road? Like, if this show really that's takes off? That's what I'm off? thinking. But the maybe problem is I don't want that. the focus of this to be that. And if they killed her off, then we could just move on and tell the new stories. But you're right. always going to be wondering what if and if they're going to see We're always her. going to be wondering what <laughs> if. No, no, we're not. Nobody's going to be wondering. I promise you that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm going to play you this news story from ABC in Pasadena, California. Please. And then we'll discuss the situation. Love Pasadena. Okay? Yeah. We are back with a chicken heist caught on camera. Surveillance video shows a man robbing a restaurant in Pasadena, California. Employees say he demanded all the chicken and waffles they could give him. He didn't take any cash. He took actually chicken. And before he ran out, the, he, he walked out the door, he took syrup. <laughs> he what? He took syrup? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So this guy goes to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles <laughs> yeah. in Pasadena, California. And he wasn't wearing a mask. Right. And he tried to get service. And yeah. then they kept telling him, sir, you have to wear a mask if you're going to order from oh. here. And he refused to put on a mask. So he left. They kicked him out. He <laughs> left. And then he came back with a gun. Oh, Wow. But instead of taking money, he, he took, took all of the chicken, took the chicken and, and the waffles and the syrup. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I first I was thinking, man, the, the guy's just like hungry and whatever. But you, when you come back with a gun, like when you're asked to leave and you come back with a gun, they, 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 no matter how hungry you are, you're, yeah. you can't do that. He didn't take any cash. He took actually chicken. And before he <laughs> ran out, the, he, he walked out the door, he took syrup. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I know yesterday everyone was all about Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw what The Rock posted on IG. But if you know kind of the history of The Rock prior to getting into wrestling, he was trying to be a pro football player. Yeah. And he even played uh, for the Calgary Stampeders at one point. Yeah. And got caught by the team. But... His University of Miami football card, he's actually got a rookie card that's sold at an auction for 45100 bucks. Really, huh? Yeah. A lot of rock fans. Right? A lot of rock fans. Forty-five grand. That His TV show looks so good, dude. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. 
I cannot wait for it Young Rock. It looks so good. And they're promoting it really well by using him to sort of narrate the marketing uh, behind it. Is he in it? Like, I don't know. Like, is it just a show? Like, does he show up in the show to sort of tell the story and then it that, cuts to I don't the know. Like, I don't. Or does he do something maybe off the top of each episode where he sort that, of that lays, na- like, um, sets yeah, it all up kind of thing? Sets up the scene, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because um, I think that The Rock is just such a huge star that to do a show like The Young Rock. And not have him well, in it? Yeah, while he is still at his peak. Yeah. You know, to not have him in it is doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I think that I'm interested to see what they're what they're gonna do and how they're gonna and how they're gonna use him. What do you know, Morning? Well, on IMDb, he's listed as himself on four episodes so far. Okay. Oh, okay. So what I'm thinking then, and what I hope, so to not oversaturate what the show is about with like current rock. Yeah. Is he is in either intertwined in between scenes or right off the beginning that okay now we're going to tell this particular story right right right, where he like reminisces a little bit and then it goes into the actual show yeah and it's interesting with these shows like the the young sort of whatever you know at what point do you know at what point does it age out you know because i'm I'm watching clips where he's like a kid and then you also see him in high school where he's just a giant walking around high school that was like that was like me in junior high by the way not that i'm the rock right right but that was like me in junior high like I was a foot taller than everybody than the than the next tallest kid. It's a long like, hair. Yeah, not a not a couple inches. A foot taller yeah. than the next tallest kid. Where completely in my, looking out of place. Yes, I couldn't. You know, I couldn't bench. You know, like what the Rock could bench. Like two something. Yeah. No. 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 We didn't have weights in my school, by oh. the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> everything we, we learned. Everything we learned was on the streets. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. You had to go lift farm equipment if you wanted to get. <laughs> if you wanted to get jacked, the only kids in my town that were jacked were farmers, yeah. right? Like those are the only kids that had muscles in junior high. You're doing like uh, like arm curls with like <laughs> like hay bales. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see? Uh, they're really pumping hard as far as American Idol goes with the Claudia Conway audition. Oh yeah, is that yeah, gonna be night one? It, it has to be night one because yeah. they're really front loading. Yeah, but they all Claudia, Claudia, Claudia. Very much, very much. Um. And they don't show in the clip, though. They don't show her singing, and it's really frustrating to me. Oh, no. <laughs> All the dramatics. Well, that's like, how they get you. I know. Uh, I know. And I buy into it every single time they do one of these things. It's weird to see American Idol, though, promoting somebody who comes in and auditions on, like, a night one audition. Because these are people that we're not supposed to know who they are, yeah. right? Um, I wonder so, if it's because she's been making so much news lately. But well, I don't know if you know when this audition happened. This happened before all no, that. But they're using all the promo. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Right? And also, how is it that American Idol is premiering on Valentine's Day? Yeah, because it's the loveliest show, man. I don't know. I'm going to be busy. You're going to be busy and not going to watch? No, I don't think so. No? <laughs> I've I've abandoned American yeah, Idol. I'll years be ago, honest. Huh? Yeah, years ago. I'm trying to think of who the last like when the last time I watched Idol, where I was like truly invested in Idol was. Play the C- C- uh, Claudia Conway clip. Just very so we nervous, can but see very the excited. She's a social media sensation. I'm Claudia Conway. My parents are high-profile political figures. But will she get a ticket to Hollywood? We want an American Idol. That ain't it, sis. Right. That's not you. Hold on here. Let me go through this uh, this list here of who won American Idol. 
like when the the last time was it you watched? Yeah, like, like when the last time I actually because I'm going through like Sanjaya. No, any of these names. Yeah, that was a that was like a troll job before anything had a troll job. Yeah, I don't know, like uh, Maddie Pop, Trent Harmon. Yeah. Nick Fredani, you know who any of these people are? No. Caleb Johnson, Candace yeah. Glover. Oh, uh, Caleb Johnson, yes. Yeah, Philip Phillips. Yes. Scott McCreary. Oh, Scott McCreary oh, yeah, was the, the country. Oh, that By the way, she auditioned November 15th, 2020 is when she did yeah, her audition. Yeah, so a while, a while ago, yeah. Uh, Lee Dways. No. no idea. Uh, Chris Allen, David Cook. Hey, remember the guy? Oh, uh, Jordan Sparks. You know Jordan Sparks. Oh, I love Jordan Sparks. Uh, Taylor Hicks. I was just gonna ask. That, yeah, that Taylor, was the, sorry, Taylor yeah. Hicks is the one with the uh, the harmonica, right? The young is Taylor Hicks. No, the one Taylor Hicks. No, 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 no. What made Taylor Hicks unique was that he was like 22 with a full had a gray hair. Yeah, harmonica yeah, guy. Was that the guy with the yeah, harmonica? I was just gonna say. You remember he, him as the harmonica guy? I do. And not the 22 year old with a full head of gray hair. So number one was harmonica. Number two, he was a super young guy with all grays. Yeah, I, yeah. I learned something about you today. Yeah, harmonica. Yo, you ripped it on the yeah, harmonica. Okay, I'm not saying uh, Carrie Underwood, of course. Fantasia, we remember. Oh yeah. Uh, Ruben, we remember. Kelly Clarkson, we remember. Lee Dwayne's music has been used. Since on The Walking Dead. Really? Huh? Was he like mm. a composer now? Yeah. That's interesting. So that order that you were just reading, so, was that like the order? From they... most recent, yeah. So most Kelly, recent. Okay, Kelly okay, Clarkson okay. was number one. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Studdard was number two. Oh, yeah, remember remember Clay Aiken was the runner-up, oh, but yeah. he, he got the bigger career out of that totally. too, right? Uh, and then Fantasia after that. Carrie yeah. Underwood after that, Taylor yeah. Hicks after that, Jordan Sparks after that. Uh, I think that the last time I was truly invested in Idol where I would like sit down and watch it was really probably the Taylor Hicks season with the yeah. harmonica player. Who was after Hicks? Uh, Taylor Hicks, Jordan Sparks. I remember Jordan Sparks. And then David Cook. And then after that, I don't even, I don't even know. Sanjaya. <laughs> that, that was crazy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. I know you're very happy. You're Tampa Bay oh. Buccaneers. Yo, I've been a fan since, <laughs> like, even before Tom Brady got there. Yeah. Who was there before Tom Brady, by the way, Mocha? Oh, you got guys like Andrew Adams and oh, Shaquille wow. Barrett. Oh, my God. Yo, you're so funny. Cameron Bray. You're so funny. You know, you got Antonio Brown. Yo, Antonio. Yo. <laughs> Yes. That's what they call them <laughs> yeah. in the locker room, yeah. Yeah. Hey, do they get to watch the uh, halftime show, you think? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they No, I think Le be, no. Levante David would have enjoyed. Yeah. He's probably watching on YouTube today. Yeah. Carlton Davis, you know, my guy. Yeah. Khalil Davis. They're not brothers, <laughs> but same last name. Fair Might enough. as well be. The okay. whole team. Well, Packer brothers. I was not prepared for that. Uh, so, yeah, so Tom Brady, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, champions, 31-9. Uh, first half of the game was oh. awesome. It was just like they just destroyed. Uh, second half of the game, one of those boring two quarters of football I've ever watched. Yo, what about Gronk though? That guy's just a beast, huh? <laughs> Look at you. No, like legit. No, I'm being serious. Are you, okay, you're being serious. I'm being now? serious. Yes, yeah. he's, a, he's Gronk a beast. is just a beast. And he was retired and then decided to come back because Tom Brady went to Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Brady, Brady was like, you want to win another ring? Yeah. Sure. Uh, the Super Spreader Bowl was uh, trending all night. There were. 25,000 people there total, 7,500 were vaccinated, and it still looked weird. 
yeah. to see. It looked super weird to see that many people. We haven't seen that in a year. Yeah. And it was almost as if, and like... And even on, like, a small... Even though it was, like, a smaller scale yeah. crowd... Yeah. It was very odd. And I know that they said that there was precautions and everything else, but, like, you were catching people on the on the big camera with, like, the mask around their ear like an earring where they're taking a drink of beer and all that. Like, it was oh, just... Yeah. It was, I don't know. I don't know. It was almost like we, they, everybody would just put a pause on COVID. Like, you can't go to funerals still. I know. But they can do 25,000 people for the it Super Bowl. It was weird. It it's was really weird. very odd, And even with man. the cardboard cutouts. Like, yeah. there were, like, you know, like, to, 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 to help socially distance everyone. Yeah. It still didn't look, it looked like people were still kind of shoulder to shoulder. Uh, before we get to the weekend, uh, Diplo is uh, under a lot of heat for his Super Bowl party that he did down in Florida. This is a little bit of that. And I watched the footage of this, man. 2,000 people were at the party at the Waterfront Hotel's WTR Tampa Pool on Saturday. 50 Cent performed at that same venue also that evening. Here's what the event organizers said. Social distancing procedures will be strictly enforced. <laughs> Watch the video. Okay. Uh, face masks will be required for all staff and guests. Wellness and temperature checks will be mandatory for entrance. Sanitizing stations will be placed throughout the venue and continued cleaning protocols will provide regular sanitizing. The Tampa PD said this. Scenes from WTR last night and a few other clubs were incredibly disappointing. The city spent the better part of a year educating residents on precautions due to the pandemic, and we have recently put a mask order in place for both the entertainment and event zones to ensure the safety of our residents and visitors to our great city. Florida, by the way, has 1.7 million COVID cases with oh. 27,000 deaths. Where is it? The WT. The WTR Hotel. What yeah. the respiratory? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the weekend halftime show, a mixed reaction to the weekend, but I, I, I think that it needs to be judged a little bit differently because this was not the ideal setting for a Super Bowl halftime yeah. show. I think based on the circumstance and what he had access to, it was a good performance. I liked it, and yeah. I'm a fan of the weekend. Yeah. I would say this, though. I think that you, there are some Super Bowl shows where you are so blown away even not being a fan. Yeah. I think that the weekend, I think that the people who thought it was incredible are weekend fans. Mm. I don't know how many people who maybe didn't know a whole lot about the weekend before that night he blew away. Which is fine. Which is fine. I think he gets a pass based on the circumstance. Absolutely. Yeah, right? because it wasn't ideal circumstances. Yeah. He said that he had spent $7 million of his own money to make it that much more awesome lights i don't know was it lights yeah mm. i mean fireworks ain't cheap i know that yeah fireworks and lights i don't know what he spent that money bandages for all them maybe all them dancers maybe, maybe. maury those are also led edison bulbs you were using those are 30 dollars each <laughs> okay so made light bulbs okay yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. uh and uh drake shows up in a super bowl commercial for state farm <laughs> so <laughs> so funny so dude. it's uh it's patrick mahomes and uh, Aaron Rodgers sitting in chairs and they're shooting a State Farm commercial. And Paul Rudd is supposed to be the stand-in for Aaron Rodgers. And then the kid from State Farm also has a stand-in. But the kid from State Farm's stand-in is Drake. Look, guys, I don't even have a stand-in. Of course you do. Hold on. Is that Drake? That's right. 
And Drake from State Farm. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor. Stand-ins don't have lines. Oh, okay. Like a good neighbor, <laughs> State Farm is there. So Drake is standing at a table where all the food is, and he's holding yeah. an apple. And then I guess feels some kind of ways. He then takes a bite oh of his apple, as the State Farm kid says. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> yeah, some of the comments, too. And I knew it was going to get this way. I yeah. knew. Um, someone wrote, said, I can just see all the, oh, so you can shoot a commercial, but you can't drop an album comments coming oh, soon? yeah, yeah. Somebody else said, uh, homie ain't dropping no album because he's too busy selling home and car insurance. <laughs> like a good neighbor, Drake Farm is there. <laughs> Somebody else said, God's plan turned into insurance plan. <laughs> I don't like the commercial. Uh, yeah, I thought fun. it was funny. It was fun. The, the, the Jason Alexander commercial was the best, though. Oh, with the sweater? With the, the sweater. The Tide commercial, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That was so well done. Yeah. So yeah, well done. I know. And, yeah, and it sucks. We all know we got to watch them after the fact and everything else up here. But no, but uh, uh, if you get a chance, check out the uh, the Drake commercial and also the Jason Alexander Tide commercial. Uh, did you see this video of Suzanne Summers? You have the, the clip there. So Suzanne Summers over the weekend was doing um, a live stream at her house, a makeup tutorial for fans they were oh, okay. on ig and it was like 45 minutes long and they're in their backyard it's at night and mm -hmm. her husband is there with her and as she's doing a live event for fans yeah. some guy shows up in her backyard my favorite lipstick is caramelized peach and that's what i have on right now i did my mac liner uh it's called spice what Somebody, is somebody here? Just the frog. I just heard a person. Really? Huh? Are you here? Oh, you're here? I am here. Oh, come here. Hi. I'm sorry. I was slightly terrified over there for a second. Why were you terrified? I'm not even sure. I, there were goats following me, and... Um, Who and are you? I am Aaron Carpenter. Um, This yeah. is our house. But anyway, I'm, you don't scare me. I've seen pictures of this yeah. house before. Yeah, you shouldn't be here. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a scary person whatsoever. I know, but oh, I'm not, I'm not used person? to people being on our property. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize okay. it was a property. Yeah, and we're doing a show right now. Yeah, yeah. I brought a gift of like a okay. special mug. Yeah, I don't want anything. I, I, uh, I, you seem like a very nice person, but you shouldn't be here. So he right. just, like, wandered onto the property by accident? He, he said that somebody led him up the hill, and then they came back down. But uh, Suzanne Summers' uh, rep released this. Uh, Suzanne was doing uh, her Friday night Facebook Live makeup tutorial. Um, and the intruder approached approached them um, in a Speedo. Like, I guess he was wearing, like... What? Like, yeah, like, tiny little a tiny little bathing suit. But didn't he also say he was being chased by goats? Yeah, because I guess maybe they have goats. I don't know. And then they said he had a flashlight in his hand, but I think that they found out afterwards that it was one of their own solar lights that he had picked up and was, like, walking, walking like around what, with. Like, to protect himself from the goats? I don't, I don't know. Uh, but she goes on to say the consummate TV professional, Suzanne, knew she was live on TV, so went into Chrissy Snow mode, making light of the situation and making her signature funny faces to her thousands of viewers. A 
fan called the cops, not Suzanne, but when the police arrived, uh, they patrolled the property and stayed the rest of the evening. Jeez. Weird. When somebody says, I'm not dangerous, and they're standing in your backyard. Oh. In a Speedo? Please. Please. Yeah. You dangerous. Right? Also, where them goats at? Yeah. I don't hear no goats. <laughs> Uh, did you see this video of this guy on a Zoom call with a judge who tried to flirt his way out of um, the charges? What? So there's, no. a, there's a judge, yeah. she's female, right? Very attractive. And she's doing a Zoom call. And it, on the Zoom call, it's like the, the, the sheriff's department just one by one brings these people through this Zoom call. Yeah. Um, and I guess this guy was standing in the back watching other guys go in and plead out or whatever. And he saw his moment via Zoom with this judge. So he thought he would try and take it. How you doing? How you doing? All right. I'm good, sir. How are you? George, you are so gorgeous, the judge. I just have to tell you. You're gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Lewis. All right, Mr. Lewis, flattery will get you everywhere, but maybe not here. The oh. court finds probable cause on count one, burglary occupied dwelling unarmed. <laughs> so, <laughs> Judge, you is so beautiful. <laughs> Judge, you is <laughs> so beautiful. Yo, shoot your shop. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, like, what anyway. did he think was going to happen? She was going to say thanks, okay? Yeah. And go home? Yeah, exactly. Uh, she um, she ruled that there was probable cause and let him off for the $5,000 bond. Last night, the uh, they dropped a little bit of the trailer for Fast 9, which this was the movie that oh, kept getting man. pushed back and back yeah. and back, and this was the reason that Tyrese was, like, crying on the floor and because The Rock went and did Hobbs and Shaw and then a bunch of other stuff. And so this was the movie, the Fast and Furious movie, that has been pushed back for years because all this other stuff was going on. But uh, here's a little bit of that. The world has a way of changing, but there's one thing that always stays the same. You miss the old life. Do you? Every day. Crank it all the way up. Yeah, baby. I so, will say yes. the Fast and Furious, the trailers for these movies yeah. are some of the best I've ever seen. Oh, they're incredible. Uh, so John Cena is in there and uh, Helen. No, he's not. No, he's not. Why? What do you mean? He is. I haven't seen him. What are you talking about? Oh, shut up with that. Okay. Nobody who's not a hardcore wrestling fan even understands what you're saying right now. So go ahead and explain it like a fool, please. Okay. No, now I'm you have not, to explain it. I'm not now you got to explain the joke. No, because now yeah. it's no. so stupid. No, now you have to explain the joke. Okay. Explain the joke. Explain where because that came from. Before John Cena does his finishing move, yes. he takes his hand, spreads the, the fingers wide out, so yeah. it's just his palm facing his face, and yeah. he waves it in front of his face, and it says, you can't see me. Okay, right. So the running joke is anywhere John Cena is, if he's in a photo, people are like, <laughs> right. huh? What are you talking about? Okay. I don't see anybody. There you go. Uh, Helen Mirren is also uh, in F9. I saw her. I didn't see John Cena, okay. though. <laughs> You're such a jerk, man. <laughs> You're such a jerk. You can't see me. Uh, the polar vortex continues to rip apart Canada. <laughs> Great. Like, things are just cracking because it's so cold. So, yesterday, according to Environment Canada, Wekwidi in the Northwest Territories mm -hmm. had a temperature of minus 51.9. What? Parts of Saskatchewan yesterday, yeah. minus 48.9. Oh, no, thanks. Parts of Alberta broke records, minus 47.2. No, no thanks. No. <laughs> not interested. Too cold. No, not too at all. Too cold. Way too cold. Too cold.
Uh, Gorilla Glue Girl, we talked to her yesterday on the show. And she was in the hospital over the weekend. This is a girl who um, ran out of hairspray, so she used Gorilla Glue spray on her hair. And then it's been on there for a month, and she hasn't been able to get it off. And now things are tightening, and it's incredibly difficult for her yeah, to she's getting, like, go about her day. And stuff. Yeah, I actually painful. feel bad for her. Um, so her GoFundMe uh, is doing well. I think her goal was $9,000. Uh, I know that there was a cosmetic surgeon in Los Angeles who offered to help her. Um, Beyonce's longtime hairstylist uh, offered to step in and do, do whatever she could do. Uh, but now there's talk of a lawsuit. Wait, she like she's suing somebody? Yeah, now there's oh. talk of, who do you think? Gorilla Glue. Now there's oh, talk. She can't do that though. Now there's talk of suing Gorilla Glue. She can't do that though. It's America. You can sue anybody in America. But it clearly says, like, says on the side of that bottle. Clearly or says in the what? Packaging. Clearly says what? Like, don't put on your skin. Yeah, it says don't swallow, don't get in the eyes, skin or on your clothing. Yeah. It says nothing about hair. What's under your hair? Skin. Yeah. No, but it says nothing about your hair. So that's what they're going to base it on? So Gorilla oh, Glue geez. Gorilla Glue you can't do that to them. Gorilla Come Glue on. released this statement. We are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated uh, for use on your hair and is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label do not swallow, do not get in eyes or skin or on clothing. If it is used for a craft, home, or auto, or office projects to mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see in her recent video that Ms. Brown has received medical treatment for her uh, from her local medical facility, and we wish her the best. So that's the statement from but Gorilla like, Glue. read the side of the bottle. Right. I think that what it comes down to as well is that it would be very difficult to confuse Gorilla Glue with Hairspray, just simply because they're usually not sold in the same stores. Right. If they are sold in the same stores, they're not in the same section. No, it doesn't go shampoo, No, Hairspray, Gorilla Glue. Thank you. Yes. Right? It's Completely very, separate yes. parts of... So how those two things wound up in your store. home and where you store them in your home is up to you. Like if you yeah. if you have Gorilla Glue and hairspray in your house and your mom's doing a tidy up and she's pissy with you because you just leave your crap all over the place and she grabs an aerosol can thinking that it's one of your things and she throws it in the bathroom, even if it was that kind of situation, I don't think that you can sue Gorilla Glue, but no. people sue all over the place. People were talking about the McDonald's coffee from years ago. Remember when that lawsuit with the hot oh, coffee? Oh, it was too hot, yeah. It was too hot, but that was actually too hot. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I know it was a frivolous lawsuit and, and they wanted like $80 million for it, but the coffee was actually too hot. Now, whether it's your fault for spilling it on yourself or not, that was one question. But the other question was, it was actually too hot. But this doesn't make sense. No, and not. I want the best for Gorilla Glue Girl. I, know. I really do, right? Can I? But you can't sue over this. Can we this. just circle back to the, the too hot coffee? Yes. I'll tell you what pisses me off. Okay, go. Is that if you get a coffee and it's and all you want is that coffee, yes. right? And you've been waiting for that coffee, yes. And you finally get that coffee, and the first sip is piping hot, and then you gotta right. wait. Your first sip is ruined, and now you gotta wait even longer for that coffee that you've been jonesing for, yes, forever. Yes, petty, I know, like like silly, 
Very. First world problems. Absolutely. Right? How, however, however, when you go back and look at that case, because McDonald's hot coffee case was 94, and some of the evidence that the jury heard during that trial mm-hmm. is that McDonald's operation manual required the franchise to hold its coffee at 180 to 190 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that's hot. That's some hot, <laughs> bro. Okay. Coffee at that temperature, which is what the jury heard, if spilled, causes third-degree burns. Oh, yeah, that's hot. In three to seven seconds. Like, that's hot. That's way but too that's hot. not what this is. No, absolutely okay. not. That is that is not what the Gorilla Glue case is. No. At all. So, uh, so I don't know what's going to happen with that, but Gorilla Glue is like... What the hell do we do? Like, somebody used our what for a what? I know. We got to do what now? Yeah, no. We didn't sign up for this. <laughs> uh, album sales are surging after Morgan Wallen was caught on tape using the N-word. So this is after he was dropped by management, after really? he was dropped by the record company, after he was uninvited to participate in any upcoming award shows, after he was kicked off streaming services, everything really? else. Uh, Dangerous, the double album, retains the top spot for the fourth week on Billboard's all-genre album charts. Uh, Billboard reports that his, um, the latest album sold 25,000 copies during the week of February 4th. That is an increase of 102 percent. Wow. Billboard reported that the album's streaming numbers slightly increased by 3%, representing roughly 160 million on-demand streams, uh, and song downloads from the album also went up 67%. I saw that uh, crazy party that Diplo was spinning at. The Super Bowl party with like 2,000 people. Remember yeah, we were talking yeah, about yeah, it? And like 50 yeah, Cent yeah. was there, yeah. and Steve Aoki was there, yeah. but Diplo um, gave a shout-out to Morgan Wallen and oh, like played one of his songs. Yeah. Really, huh? Yeah. It's interesting because when you start getting into like just abs- all like across the board deplatforming of any artist for whatever the reason, it just opens up so many like it's a, such a slippery slope. Like the idea, and I'm all for, you know, if his management wants to drop him, that's fine. You want to kick yeah. him off award shows, that's fine. But as soon as I found out that Morgan Wallen was dropped by, I guess it was Spotify or one of those streaming services, you can go on and still listen to R. Kelly, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's it's this crazy thing where where does it start and where does it end? And I'm not in any way defending Morgan Wallen. But these are, like, this is a never, it becomes a never-ending yeah. ending conversation. you could just go down the list and name artist after artist after artist. Everybody. Of, after artist. Yeah, John Lennon, for God's sake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you can name artist after artist, exactly what you just said. Uh, but I think that a lot of the bumping and streaming numbers were the fact that twice now in the past couple of months, Morgan Wallen has made huge news for doing terrible things. Yeah. But nobody knows what his songs sound like unless you're a huge Morgan Morgan Wallen fan. Yeah. So I think that the bump in streaming is probably from people being like, what the hell does this guy even sing? Yeah. And why is he so important? I think that that, I think the curiosity about who he actually is. So listening to full albums? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But I didn't know about the Diplo thing. That yeah. He gave him a shout out. Mm-hmm. What was the context for that? I that don't even really know. really weird to I don't me. even know. It was just, uh, I think he just, I can't even remember what he, what it was that he said, but it's in one of the videos. I think TMZ posted it. Really, huh? Yeah. Like what, like Diplo woke up that day saying, I'm going to throw a maskless party in the heart of Florida. 
and shout out Morgan Wallen? Like, and that's going to be a good Sunday for me? I just like, I'm adding it to my set list. Like, what? Like, that was your plan for the day, right? To to hold a super spreader event. Crazy. With bikini models. I still can't believe that happened. And shout out Morgan Wallen? I still can't believe that happened. Bro, that's crazy. That's really wild to me. Uh, Last night on uh, The Bachelor. Oh, girl, yes. So... Katie went home, and I've, I don't know if I've ever seen this move before. So when you go on a one-on-one date, you, there's always the chance that you're not going to get the rose, yeah. and then you're going to see some production assistant on the crew go back into the room with all the other women and just grab your luggage, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, it's like, it's, oh, the, the, drama. it's the worst way to go on yeah. The Bachelor. It's the worst way to go. Because you don't even get to tell off the women you don't like one last time. No. You're just in the car and out, and then somebody goes for your bags. But I've never seen it go down this way where Matt and Katie were at a table, mm-hmm. and they're getting along, like, super well, right? Like, very well. And they're playing the romantic music, and everything's going real great. And then Matt reaches over and grabs the rose off the table. And... Holds it between two hands, like right in front of him, right in front of Katie. And the look on her face is, of course, you know, I'm getting the rose. Yeah, because why would he be holding it and flaunting it in front of my face like that? Why would he grab it off the table and then say this? You've been honest with me, and I owe the same honesty to you. And the truth is, my relationship with some of the other women in the house have, has progressed further along than ours has up into this point. And I can't give you this rose tonight. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yo, a savage move. And it's in his hand. And yeah. that's not... Yeah, this rose right here. A slight yeah. See this rose right here? It's yeah. not your What our time's mm. been together. The one that's in my hands right yeah. now? Yeah. I just haven't had those feelings that I need to have. And she has nothing. She doesn't know what to say at this point. This process. Like this Listen rose to this pause. Here Listen to this hand. pause. Listen will never pause. be in your hand. Listen how long this is. And they're just staring at each other. Yeah. Awkward. Say something, bro. Yeah, all she says is, okay, because yeah. what else are you going to say? Yeah, like, what are you going to do with that rose now? Yeah, now, uh, this is from Variety. Um, Katie is all but sure to be the next Bachelorette. Oh, okay. Sources close to the dating show tell Variety that while the network hasn't made an absolute final decision, uh, Katie, uh, who made a huge splash, introduced, oh, she was the vibrator girl. Right. Right, who came out of the car with the vibrator, uh, is the network's top pick uh, to be the dating show's next leading lady. And two separate people familiar with the casting decision say that you can certainly bet on it. So, And then the other rumor was that it's already been announced, that they uh, announced it during the Women Tell All, which they've already taped. You know what they should do? So, Instead of having a production assistant or somebody from the crew yeah. go and grab the bag and yeah. bring it out to Katie to yeah. the car, it should be one of the other women. They should have to pack it for her, I think. Right? Wouldn't that be? The <laughs> other women? Or the... Yeah, the other women. Like somebody should come in and go, you guys want to get Katie's things together? And then the one, you know it's the one that hates her the most. <laughs> she's going to get all of her stuff and like fling it in. Like but not listen, fold anything. Yeah, but Katie was great last night. Like she was actually sticking. She was trying to take down the bullies last night. Yeah. Like she was like sticking was up for the bullies. To the end. And I her. really thought so too. But it's really looking like she's going to be the next Bachelorette now. Okay. Uh, the Super Bowl this weekend. Woo! The weekend Super Bowl this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... 
a lot has been said about you know what he's going to be able to do and what can you do and just the logistics of having to put on the halftime show during covid and and everything else uh but a lot of people uh, the questions were surrounding his sort of visuals because the 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 weekend is not a pg performer not right at all. and is this the first sort of very non-pg headliner at a super bowl that you can think of probably i, I can't think of anybody else yeah, everyone else has been like pretty sort family of, friendly, right? yeah, ish, right? Madonna? No, but Madonna is she's very, very, very mainstream though. Like Madonna yeah. is Gaga? no Gaga's PG. No. Gaga's very PG. Yeah, Gaga's very PG. Uh, but anyway, so they were they were asking the weekend at the press conference uh, how he is going to deal with the sort of artistry that he brings to the table, but also sort of walking that PG line. Uh, I definitely want to be respectful to the viewers at home. Um, I will still incorporate um, some of the storyline. It's a very cohesive story I've been telling throughout this era and uh, throughout this year. So um, the story will continue, but definitely will keep it PG for the families. Mm. Definitely. And right, uh, I'm into it. Did an interview with Variety sort of explaining in detail what the deal is with the bandages and the sort of fake plastic surgery and he said the significance of the entire head bandages is reflecting on the absurd culture of hollywood celebrity and people manipulating themselves for superficial reasons to to please and be validated and i'll say this it's very easy to make that statement right yeah. and i don't mind what he's doing i love that every it's just one big giant art project right it's yeah. like very sort of andy kaufman whatever else you want to you want to say about it so i love a big art project but it's very easy for somebody to make the statement of others mutilating themselves for you know to please others and gain validation when you're a good looking guy right. <laughs> you know what i mean you can like you can you can make that statement when you're when you're the weekend and you're a good looking guy sure right if you're not, it's, it's oh, di yeah, very if, difficult to make that. Yeah, if you're ugly, you ain't saying that. Right. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right, Roz, are you in the right headspace? For? We do this every time, man. It's Ask Roz and Mocha. Okay, yes, I'm in the right headspace for Ask Roz and Mocha. Doesn't sound like it. Jesus, <laughs> man. <laughs> Hi, Chantel. How are you? Hey, I'm good, guys. How are you? What's going on? Uh, this isn't the first time we've talked to you before, right? No, I spoke to you guys in early December. Oh, love that. Nice. How's life? Yeah. Life's good. Life's good. Yeah. Same old quarantine life, staying home, yeah. you know, lockdown. Become a routine. It's just, like, so repetitive, so it's nothing really out of the norm right now. Yo, how dry are your hands these days? Super dry. My right. hands and my lips crack so much. It's, it's ridiculous. No matter how much lotion I put on my hands throughout the day, mm -hmm. like it, it's like my hands absorb the lotion mm -hmm. and then get instantly dry just really because of the yeah. amount of sanitizing. And like when we're in the studio, <laughs> just using um, the, the alcohol wipes yeah. to wipe yeah. everything, everything down. down. Oh, yeah. man. Mine started bleeding. Worst. The top of my hands started oh, bleeding. No. But I have a, a new solution. Which is? I put my thick foot cream on my hand mm -hmm. and it works. Because what is, what is the thick foot cream? It's a uh, lavender foot cream. But do you know what kind it is? Oh, I bought it at a lavender farm here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a specifically a foot cream? Yeah, because it's thicker. Yeah. I imagine, like, is there not some sort of, like, beastly cream that are used on, you know, animals so they don't, like, like what do they rub on elephants in the zoo? Anything? <laughs> you know? Like, I imagine oh, that, that. Their skin is, like, forever dry. You know, remember when there was, it was a trend to use horse shampoo for women? Like, they started all using horse oh, shampoo? Geez. Right? 
Silky smooth, like, like golden mane or whatever it was called. <laughs> I don't mane and tail, and I use that, guys. I'm mane, using them right now. Ma- mane and tail, mane and tail. That's what it is. Oh yes. my god, I'm using it. It's in my bathroom right now. There you go. And yes. does it work? Does it work? It makes my hair longer and it's a lot softer, so yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, but isn't there? I want, that's what I'm there, wondering. I'm wondering there because is one, it's called working hands. But what's that oh. for? Your oh, hands. I've seen that at Home Depot. Yeah, it's no, called no, no, working no, hands. No, no, I, I said one for animals. Oh, no, I was telling you one that will work for your hands, working hands. No, because oh. I'm wondering if there's something for animals that mm. they use that is just like hard acting, penetrating, gets through the fur and down to the skin, like some sort of uh, veterinary cream oh, that, God. I don't know. I, I could no use idea. the stuff I put in my dog's paws. What's that? It's the, like a paw cream. Yeah, I would try that. Ooh. I would start using what paw about cream. Utter cream. Isn't there something called utter cream? Yeah, maybe even utter cream. What if you used mane and tail on your hair and then utter cream on your hands? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, Chantal, I, I know we still have to get to your question, but yo, we mm-hmm. keep talking about self care. Um, no you know the brand Loxetane? Yeah. Oh my God, are you telling yes. me? Yes. Yeah, so that cream, that's probably the thickest, most absorbent. But it like mm. makes your hands a little bit greasy. Well, yeah. that's the shea only butter. one. That one's eighty nine percent shea butter. I have yeah, that. Yeah, shea is butter. That, is that the one that looks like it comes in a toothpaste tube? Yeah. Yes. Like yeah, 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 that's, yeah, some, yeah. that's some tit cream. Yeah, that's yeah, old yeah, yeah. man. But your hands get like super greasy. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm out of Vancouver, so it's not like super dry like it is. But for with you guys, um, because like so we get a lot of rain, right? Yeah. So it's not a lot of like dryness. Um, but we have a cold front coming in this week, and I felt it last night. Like it's super, super cold. Like we're in the minus like tens right now. So super cold. You want to know what it feels like right now where we are? Yeah, well, My, minus like twenty. It's minus yeah, twenty that's right disgusting. now. Yeah. Uh-uh. And in no, in Alberta and in Manitoba, it feels yeah, like minus forty. Disgusting. Yeah, I got coworkers who are messaging me. They're like, it's minus twenty, but it feels like minus forty. And I'm yeah. like, ew. Okay. Well call I'm us kind of in blessed. call us in July when it's twenty two there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Enjoy enjoy your summer. <laughs> so Chantel, what is your question for the room? Well, it's not for you guys directly. It's for Shem. Um, oh. I was wondering if you can preferably sing us a 90s R&B throwback. Oh, Shem. Oh, can you Shem. sing it? He's already drinking water. Look at him. Please. <laughs> can I sing? <laughs> uh, Shem sings for his... You're the choir... I don't want to mess it up. You're choir leader? Choir, choir director. Choir no? director. Yeah, yeah, choir director. Yes. And uh, Shem has been known to, to sing a song or two. Now, Shem, when somebody says to you, classic throwback 90s R&B, where does your head go? Uh, Immediately it goes to, like, uh, my school dances back in the day and what would be, like, the last last song. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I immediately go there. And I think think that the times that I sung to a woman or two in my life. So you'd be dancing dancing at the dance, and then you would sing this, you would, what, sing this to them as you were dancing? That's such a good move. Smooth, right? Right. That's very smooth. I've never been to a school dance. <laughs> You've never been to a school dance no. before? So oh, he said that, I was just like, I don't know what that's okay, like. We're going to let you know what it was like here. So when Chantel says here, uh, 90s R&B throwback, what's the, is there like a song or like a group that comes to mind? The first thing that comes to my mind is like Casey and JoJo All My Life. Okay. Oh, oh my God, no way. I was, jeez, I was hoping you would sing that song. That is like All my right. favorite song. Oh, Really? I'm oh, sad girling right now. Are you ready, okay. Chantel? Yeah. You ready? Hold on, wait, yes. wait. Chantel, is your man around right now? No, he, he just left for work. Okay. Oh, how convenient. Go, 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 go. <laughs> right? Okay. Go, okay. Listen, why don't you why don't you do this? Why don't you go run the bath? 
and then we'll do the rest of Ask Razumoka, and then we'll come back at the end and do this while you're out. <laughs> with the mane and tail of my hair? Yes. Yeah, go and go lather up with mane and tail. Grab that utter cream that Maury suggested. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go go ahead, Chef. Go oh, ahead. Oh, you want me to sing right now? Okay. Can you? Yes. That's the request. <clears throat> you ready, Chantel? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I will never find another lover sweeter than you, more sweeter than you. And I will never find another lover more precious than you, more precious than you. Girl, you are close to me, you're like my mother, close to me, you're like my father, close to me, you're like my sister, close to me, you're like my brother. You are the only one, you're my everything, and for you, this song I sing, you're all my life. I pray for someone like you. Is that okay? You want more? Wow, wow, wow. That is so, that was so amazing. <laughs> That's so hot. That was really good. Yeah. Well, I'm just like hot and bothered right now. No, no, you, yeah, no. You know, it's you know, it's interesting though, is that when it comes to when it comes to hot, like you can take this like a couple of different ways here, right? Like I know that you can get turned on and you find it hot when Shem sings like that. But what I find hot is you getting turned on by Shem singing like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like that oh you're God, like what I stop. found. What I found to be uh, great about that was that you were having a moment <laughs> i thought that was really great what song was that called what's that called all my uh, life all my life, all my life i remember i remember that song damn all right there you oh, go that was so good that was amazing you guys definitely made my morning yeah uh, hey Chantel. i'll see you later we'll lather up later all right have a good day guys bye, later girl, girl. Bye. That was awesome, Shem. Thank you. Hey, Shem, you need a minute, Roz? <clears throat> no, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I'm not. I'm trying not to. Uh, Dale's question is uh, whether or not you and I, Roz, mm. if we've ever watched Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew's episode of Property Virgins, oh, where they hell yeah. buy the famous condo. So Property Virgins was a show that originally was on HGTV. HGTV, and then when they stopped producing it, they started producing it somewhere else, and it was, the host was... Sandra Inamato. Right, and she was really great, and it was first-time home buyers, mm -hmm. and she would take them around to, like, three places. It was the three-house format on a, yeah. on a show. She would take you around to three different places, and then by the end of it, some young couple, property virgins who had never purchased a house before, uh, would make the leap and buy their first place. And so, damn it, Maury and his then-fiancé or boyfriend? No, I think he was your boyfriend then. I don't think you guys were engaged yet. It's true. No, boyfriend. Right, boyfriend. You guys went house hunting looking for condos, and this was the most dramatic episode of Property Virgins ever. Um, and it was, yes, have we seen it? Yes, because it used to play on repeat all the time. Yeah. And it was always on at the same time of day, which is when we were doing this show. And so we would always get a text being like, oh, my God, the damn it's property virgins is on. So we would watch this repeatedly yeah. in the studio while doing the show. And Mocha would always rewind it back to the part where Maury, <laughs> where Maury fake threw a fit. <laughs> where he was at, where he was acting. What did you say then? What was it? Mocha, go ahead. No, so the scene is 
Gamut Maury and Dammit Matthew yes. are uh, with the real estate agent sitting at like a restaurant. Yeah. And they'd put in an offer on a place, and the real estate agent said, "Well, um, they didn't accept your offer. Yeah. Like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back and find something else for you guys." Right. And then the guys got upset, <laughs> right. saying that it was their dream home. Yes. Uh, in their minds, they had moved in already. Oh, yes, right, right. And she said, "So now we have to talk about options." Okay. And then Maury gets up from the table yes. and leaves, walks outside of the restaurant, walks down the street, <laughs> and they're, like, chasing him down. Like, we have to talk about this more. He's like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then it cuts to commercials. <laughs> oh, we should have that. How do we not have that on hand? Okay, here. Okay, so here's the scene. They're sitting in the restaurant. Yeah. And the real estate agent... Comes back to them with the paperwork. How are you? After they just put in an offer on a place. No, actually, I have such bad news, I don't even know how to break it to you gently. So I'm just going to tell you they've decided not to sell the unit at all. Is that even allowed? Oh, they can do whatever they want because you don't have a signed deal. Well, that totally sucks for us. Disappointing, to say the least. I didn't even get a chance to present this offer. We looked around at this place. We, we loved it. It was like we actually felt like home. But if you have faith in me, I promise you we will find a great place. Well, you found us this. I'm sure you can find this even better. I was already moved in. I was already placing and imagining furniture in my head. And we can't let it discourage us. I mean, we have to just keep on business. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Oh. <laughs> After the shock of losing the condo, the and then Moore walks away, <laughs> puts his hand up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> So, yes, have we seen that episode? Oh, yes. Oh, many, we've, many times. We've seen that episode many times. And so what happened more? Because I know people are always curious because I've been on a few of these shows, um, whether it be like Chopped or when I did the Scott McGilvery show, Income Property. People always want to know what's real and what's not. And on, I can pull back the curtain and tell you truthfully right now. So on, on Property Virgins, it's the three-house format, so they show you three. Um, oftentimes on those shows, like I know House Hunters International, somebody somebody ruined House Hunters for me, and and I could never watch it after that. Which is the trick with watching House Hunters is um, when you see people go into a place and they start complaining about weird things, like oh god, I could never buy this place because of that, you know, the towel rack in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Like just stuff that you could rip out and replace in a mm -hmm. minute. Um, those are never the houses, and the way that they break down on house hunters is that if they go into a house and the house has furniture, that's not the one that they're going to buy. They always buy a house. Um, they, they always get the house that's empty because the deal with um, House Hunters was, because I knew somebody who used to produce that show. Yeah. The deal with House Hunters was that they wouldn't cast for people who are looking to purchase a first home. They would cast people who recently purchased a home. And so what oh, they, yeah, and so what wow. they, what because they wanted a guaranteed buy. They couldn't have people, they couldn't start shooting a show with people and then at the end of it have one of the home buyers get cold feet because then they don't have an end to that episode. Yeah. So they needed guarantees. Mm -hmm. And on House Hunters, what they did is they would cast people who had reached, recently purchased a home. Then what they would do is go and find two houses in the neighborhood that were for sale and they would shoot inside those. Or oftentimes they wouldn't even shoot in houses that were for sale. Sale. So Wait. people would be touring houses that weren't even for sale. Wait, 
And you mean <laughs> the one they bought is what they already they bought? They already bought it. Oh, my God. So what? That, that, yeah, so they already own the house. So the whole thing is like, the whole I'm looking for a house, but I already own one. I, uh, yes, exactly. And what, it gets... Renovated or not even renovated? No, no, there was no, there was no, there was no, the house hunters, there was no fixing up. But this is not house hunters international. This is just house hunters, right? Or both? Both, both. Yeah, if it's produced by the same people. So yeah, so on house hunters, they, uh, the people cast on the show had recently purchased a house that would be on the show one of the houses they go to look at. So they would literally tour the house, their own house, the house that they just bought. The other two houses on but that show, still in it? no, no, because that's why it was always empty because they would shoot before move-in date. Gotcha. So on House Hunters, the empty house was the house they always wound up with because the other two houses that they showed them were either houses that were for sale in the neighborhood or oftentimes houses that weren't even for sale in the neighborhood and they would just what, film like just in knock them. on a door going, hey, can no, we film it would, here? it would be somebody that they would find yeah. and they would get hooked up and whatever it was. But yeah, so that's how, because House Hunters needed guaranteed Yo. that there was going to be a sale. Could you imagine... Somebody knocks on your door and says, hey, we're filming this show. Yeah. We don't want to buy your house, but we want to use it for this couple to walk through with their yes. real estate agent, and we want to film it, right? Yes. And then it comes to watching that episode. Can you imagine what it would be like to watch your home on television and have these strangers walk through and just start dissing everything yeah. that you have? They, they pay you, but that's why on House Hunters, specifically on House Hunters, that's huh. why <clears throat> there were certain episodes where you couldn't understand why they chose the house that they did because sometimes they would be presented with houses that were cheaper, much better, way mm. better locations. And then when you watch the couple sit there and talk to each other about it, right, you know, somebody would be like, oh, I know, but it's just it's just 15 minutes farther for work for me, and I don't know if I could add that commute time. And you're watching the show going, 15 minutes yeah. for this house that's, that's $200,000 less than what you want to pay. And it's and, gorgeous. Yeah, and so their reasoning was all. Always wild and off the map, huh. but it was because of that. So this wasn't that kind of show. Property Virgins isn't that kind of show. Well, I mean, we 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 went to see one place. Yes. Then we ended up seeing like twelve more that they filmed. No, that they oh, didn't. Oh, that they didn't. So you would be looking at other places. Then they'll pick one. Okay, we're going to film here. Then you would go and look at a whole bunch more. Then when you decide on the one that you're going to buy. That's when they come swooping in and start filming and stuff. Right. Now, I can ruin my episode and yeah. tell you. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That the place that they showed us, um, that they took off the market, quote unquote. Yeah. We were never, we, they lowered the price for TV. We could never afford that one. But the reason why is because they couldn't let us film in the one we did buy for a tour because the president of the condo board wouldn't let us film in there. So we weren't allowed to film in that until we owned it and had the key. So they had right. to do something. Yo, where... so right off the bat, your condo board hated you. Yeah, <laughs> right out of the gate. Because if you listen to this show, you know more has been at odds with the condo board forever. But it was even before you were an owner, they hated you. to call the police on Sandra Renamato if we showed up. But once you have the wow. key, you can do anything you want in your unit. Right. Right. So they had to have a fake, Don't like, oh, it came it. off the market. <laughs> yeah, uh, If you want to search, the entire episode uh, is on YouTube. Just type in Property Virgins Maury, and it will show up. The title is Property Virgins Maury and Matthew. And right. the scene that we just played for you, if you want to uh, timestamp just to get to that part and see the terrible acting, is at 20 minutes and 20 seconds. There you go. Here's a question we got from uh, Andre. How does a 
dynamic work with Roz and his family living with his brother and his wife. Do you guys have your own separate space or do you guys have run of the whole house? I think it's a cool dynamic and something that a lot of people could consider when trying to buy a house nowadays. Mm -hmm. I fully agree. And we've done this now. This is our second house that we've bought together. The one that we're in. I mean, we've been there 15 years, but we had one before that, too, when we were in our But you've 20s. always lived with your brother, right? Always lived with my brother. With the exception of a year, maybe a year and a half of my life, I've always lived with my brother. So we've rented apartments together. We were roommates. And the house we had previous to this, uh, he was his then, who's his wife now, but his girlfriend at the time, she lived there. And then when I got married, um, my wife moved in. But there, it was just one townhouse. Mm -hmm. So we shared a kitchen, shared a living room, shared the TV. There was just four of us living there and it was it was wonderful i always thought it was wonderful i don't know how everybody else felt about it but now the, the the situation that we have now is we have like an old sort of victorian house that you see all your life where it's split into two you know gotcha. what I mean? where people live upstairs and people live downstairs and they're just rented out as a multi-unit kind of thing that's what we have now mm. um where he and his wife live on two floors and we live on two floors they have we have our own door our own kitchen our own like we don't share space with the exception of the entrance way yeah. uh, but it's amazing because they're there and i like my brother and but even even still it's not even just even before covid like we all live together but it's i could easily go easily go like i don't know like two weeks without seeing him oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah easily did easily. you flip a coin to see who got top floor and bottom floor no because at the time the way that it worked was um i was single and he was not Right. So they needed the, they needed more space. And I sort of wanted the main floor because it had the it had the backyard and yeah. everything else. And I just thought it was cooler. It was going to be like a super cool bachelor pad, which it was for about two weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, no, but, then, but is it a problem? No. And would I recommend it? If you can, if you have a relationship like that with somebody, whether, especially if it's a sibling, where you can find a place that you can split into two, and it's very easy to split a place into, into two. Um, if you can find that place, what you can afford, if you sort of go in at it together is so much more than you would ever be able to do on your own yeah. but you need your own space that's the that's the thing is that you can't be roommates they need to be two completely independent places when you lived in new york did he move there too no no that oh. was so that was part so of the time was, i didn't oh, okay, gotcha. that was when i didn't live with him was the the year that i was in college and then the, the did you write the, each other half, did we write each other <laughs> <laughs> dear bro how are you no it's a cold day here no. in new york city i've never i've never handwritten anybody a letter Really? No. no. And sent it in the mail? Yeah. No. Not even high school to like girls and stuff? Uh, girls? Yeah. I would just, no, you would drive your bicycle over there. Do you house. know I still have all the letters I've written my dad? Really, huh? Like when I was in camp and stuff, I have them all. Yeah. What about yeah. the letters you used to write to other dudes? Well, no, I don't have those. No, oh, they would have them. They have Do you those. think they still have them? No, not a chance. No, no. no I just figured like maybe you would write them that they like, like the time give I wrote back. when I broke up with a guy and I wrote his mom an apology letter. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a. Oh my God! Uh, what the, did you think was going to happen? That oh, she was going to like fight on your be, behalf? No, that she and I would become great friends, and that I would be, and he would have to deal with the fact that I was friends with his mom. You are a psychopath, wow, man. That's so weird. You are like an absolute psycho. <laughs> did it, has anybody ever written you a love letter? Oh, I paid for one once. No, no, that's not what I asked. Oh, okay. Um, 
Well, my husband. No. Oh, I, I once got a, a guy that I was fooling around with. I, I don't have this anymore because it was a massive birthday card. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a love letter to me uh, um, in this massive birthday card. Uh-huh. What did it say? Uh, I don't remember. Happy birthday. I okay, but you. has anybody ever written you? <laughs> has wow. anybody ever written you so a love. love letter? Is what I'm saying. Like dirty? No, no. a love letter. Just no, like no, I've hey, never more, you mean, no. no, okay. No. <laughs> Jeez, man, it takes forever. <laughs> God, no wonder that guy's mom didn't want to be your friend. <laughs> uh, B wants to know, Maury, how bummed you are that you don't have access to the gym soap that you used to steal all the time. Um, I have some still hidden away. What do you and mean hidden? Like underneath, like until COVID's over, because I don't want to waste it. But mm. I have it underneath the sink, um, and I found online where I can buy the actual bar of soap that is from this company that has the same smell. So yeah. I can buy a bar of soap for how much? For twenty bucks. <gasps> twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for a bar. No, of but soap. I bought one, and it just sort of sits in the bathroom, and it, it night smells nice. You don't use it. Hell no. No. God, twenty dollars for a bar of soap. Does Matthew know that you stole soap from the gym? Yes, he thinks oh. it's terrible. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan wants to know uh, if it were possible. Oh, can I add one more thing oh, to that? Yes, yeah. So when that soap finished in the container, yeah. we now use that as the container for the kosher salt. Right. But the problem is, is that you can't get the smell out. So now, anytime I use the kosher salt, it's <laughs> Like soap. <laughs> That's disgusting. Your life is ruined. <laughs> like you've just ruined it. Get a new like, Tupperware yeah, dish, bro. Like you've just ruined so many things in your life. You can get Tupperware like a pack, bro. Like, my God. Super cheap. You can get it at the dollar store. What man. about the container the salt came in originally? Oh, it's in a big jug. Oh. So we pour it into this. Right. <laughs> God. Jonathan says here, if it were possible to instantly know a new language, which one would you like to know and why? Spanish. Yeah, I was Spanish. gonna say Spanish, Spanish yeah. and Italian, mm-hmm. Portuguese too. <clears throat> Portuguese, huh? So I can know what Matthew and his best friend are saying. <laughs> <laughs> For spying. Why you think they talk about you? Guaranteed. Why don't you get one of those translating apps that what, just you hold like it up and yeah, record? yeah, 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 where you hold it up and record and it'll just put the it'll text it out on the screen for you. Oh, I didn't know anything. Like when about Matthew's this. on his friend, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when Matthew's on the phone with his friend yes. and they're speaking Portuguese. Like, are you in the room or he does it like secretly? Not secretly, but he's in another room. He's sitting room. right next to me. Oh, okay. And yeah. does he ever like look at you when he's when he's talking? No. No. Oh. No. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So you want to learn Portuguese just because, but here's the problem with that though, is that I want to learn Spanish so I can talk to people in Spanish. You want to learn Portuguese, but you never want to tell your husband that you know Portuguese. Right? I just want to be able to sit there and go when he hangs up and then be like, oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So you get you can do that once, right? Truth. Yeah. One time <laughs> is what you get with that. Shannon has a question here. When Roz, Mocha, and Dammit Maury get an opportunity to interview a celebrity, do all three of you sit down and discuss questions ahead of time? Does Dammit Maury ask Roz for advice when he does solo interviews? Um, it's not uh, we do, but it's not like that formal where there's yeah. not like we have to have the question meeting now. But but yes, everything is usually discussed. Mainly, uh, specific questions are discussed if something needs to be specific. But I think that the the best way to do stuff like that is what do we want to get out of it, and yeah. then we all just sort of agree on what we want to get out of it, and then the direction happens after that. And I think we all know each other well enough that when. 
it does come time to interview someone, we kind of know what the other person is already going to ask. I'm fine with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? We'll just talk about Maury when Maury goes and does his, when yeah. Maury goes and does his stuff. Uh, but Mocha used to troll Maury all the time, and it, God damn it was hilarious, <laughs> where there was... Mo Maury would walk in the room and say, hey, I'm interviewing so-and-so today. And then Mocha would just nonchalantly lie about that person. And Maury would never fact check. And um, you you would tell Maury all the time, oh, yeah, my God. Maury would say, hey, I'm interviewing so-and-so. And Mocha would always go, oh, huge wrestling fan. And Maury, and Maury would go, really? And Mocha would go, yeah, like they were at WrestleMania last year. And then Maury would go, oh, okay, cool. And looking for any way to bond with a famous person, Maury would never fact check the nonsense that Mocha uh, would tell him. And so Maury would go into these interview rooms and ask questions about things that just were not true. Like the time he sat down in front of Rachel McAdams, who I told Maury was a huge wrestling fan <laughs> and was at WrestleMania. Now, who knew that you were such a wrestling fan? You love wrestling. Now, do you like old school wrestling or, or new school wrestling? Me? Yeah. Wrestling? We, um, Mocha, our host, has seen you like courtside at wrestling matches and stuff like that. Have you gone to, to matches at all? Or no. is he, he mistaken? Me. No? No, it's the other Rachel. Mocha, you set me up for this. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, when you're talking to Rachel McAdams, you get three minutes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, that, was, that was legit 22 seconds wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that happens. Okay, what else here? Tammy, oh my god, this is so funny. Okay. Tammy wants to know why you're so gross, Ross. What do you mean? Why I'm so gross? Yeah. How am I the gross she one? She said he always has so much to say about Maury and his booger pants, but at least Maury showers and doesn't lick his phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you're gross. No, no, no. I'm not. Uh, I've never said I wasn't gross, but I'm not as gross as Maury. Let's not. Like, let's not go there. I think I saw there was another question. Somebody asked if uh, if you, Maury, still pick your nose and wipe the boogers under the table even during COVID now. No, no, no. Back, no, not at all. No? Where no. do they go now? Just on the top of my underwear if I need need be. No, but what? <laughs> and I'll just take it home with me. <laughs> you, at work you do that? You put it on your undies at work? No, but if there's one about to fall out, like I'm not purpose. fall out. Like I'm not going hunting, but if there's one dangling. I've seen you hunting before in there. Oh, yeah. Many times. Yeah, yeah, like knuckle deep. <laughs> yeah, many times I see you hunt. No, but that's if I can't breathe, one's in the way. How big would it have to be for you to not breathe? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... That's so true. That's like a <laughs> big-ass nostril. <laughs> yeah, man. Like a boulder. It's like the size of a yo-yo. <laughs> 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 why, why don't you just go to the bathroom and, like, blow your nose? No, but well, because I have... I don't know. I guess I could or come prepared with Kleenex, but... <laughs> right. But sometimes you're deep into research and you just don't want to leave your spot. Right. Yeah, deep into research, deep in that nose. <laughs> um, have you guys been watching? I mean, frig, man, we're still so early into um, into the year. Already wants to know what our favorite shows are on Netflix so far for this year. Just specifically Netflix? Yeah. I don't have anything specific. Lap like in. I like that Lapin show. Lupin. Lupin show. I like that. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Lupin, I, I still have to finish. I know it's only, what, five episodes for season one, Very right? Very easy, yeah. Yeah, I still, I've only watched episode one, and I like it. Yeah. Like, I can I can suggest shows, but they're not on Netflix. Like, Flack was really good. That was okay. Oh, you know what show that everyone freaked out over that I know we're not talking about Netflix now? What? But I, like, by the third episode I gave up on what? is The Flight Attendant. Yeah, no, see, okay, so here's my thing. Oh, that is really that, good, though. Is that I loved episode one. Yeah. I liked episode two. I was really okay with episode three, and then after that I lost complete interest and I never finished it. Yeah, we got through halfway of episode three. Yeah. And even that was a struggle. I yeah. loved one and two, hated the rest. The last one is the best. I wish that they abandoned. What made her great was that she was just an absolute wreck of a person, mm -hmm. but she had like really cool like friends. Like um, her lawyer friend, who was Shosh yes. from Girls, Girls, was really awesome, and they had they built these incredible characters. But I felt that the the mechanism of having the conversations with the dead guy over and over and over again really took me out of the show. Yeah. And I completely lost interest in the show when I realized that this was going to be an ongoing thing that was going to, that was going to happen. And then I, I didn't finish it. Catherine finished it, but I didn't, uh, I didn't finish it because I really loved episode one. And I felt bad because I recommended the show to so many people just based on episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Imposters on, on Netflix was really good. Maury, that show is old, and nobody cares about that show. Why do you keep yeah, bringing watched, up Imposters? We, we watched episode one, I think. The show is so terrible. Oh, Every my God. Every time I recommend it my, to, on my family Zoom, the next time they're like, thank <laughs> you so much Zoom. for recommending that. No, it's fine. By the way, the it's cocaine not... thing on Netflix, really good. The crack one? The crack? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knew crack was so, like, Everybody, cool. Maury, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you guys watch um, Spycraft yet? No, uh, not yet. On Netflix? No. Um, that one I want to watch. I'm just looking on my account right now. It's been a while. Now that now that you're bringing up shows, because I think that lately I've just been doing, I mean, I do all the, like, the, the stupid reality shows, like the yeah. glass-blowing show and all that other stuff on Netflix. I like all those shows. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. In but I haven't done of, a lot of, sh there hasn't been a really great Netflix show. Bridge, everyone's talking about Bridgerton. Yeah, I couldn't get past that episode, In the list of too. popular on Netflix right now, your show Imposters is there, Maury. Uh, let's see here. Top ten in Canada right because now. Number one else. is Fire Firefly Lane. Yeah. Oh, everyone's talking about that. But it's Catherine Heigl, though. I don't know if I could do that. All Seasons of the Sinner. Little yeah. Pretty Things. Pretty what? Little Pretty Things. Which this is the ballet murder mystery show on Netflix that is actually really good. Yeah, is it? It's actually really good. Roxy would love it. Oh. No, you know what? No, don't show it rock to Roxy. No, I yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch a murder show with her. No, no, no there's like there's a, like a couple, you know, sexy scenes. No, I'm not gonna watch that either. With I don't want like I, no. But but the show it's is weird. amazing. Like it's at the very beginning, weird, one of the the ballerinas gets like murdered. Okay. And then the rest of them they're trying to figure out both who did it yeah. and who's gonna take her place. Hence the okay. name murder mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Catherine, <laughs> we started watching Bridgerton. Yeah. And I got through two episodes sleeping. Um, and then Catherine just finished it. She just went ahead and finished it. She the whole thing? Yeah, she really enjoyed oh, it. Uh, yeah, she really enjoyed it. And not for me. It just, I couldn't get into it. I wasn't interested in the story or the whatever, but she she dug it. She thought it was good. Um, but over on, yeah, Flack on Amazon, we finished that one. Terrible people in that show. And I have a really hard time watching. obsessed with that show. I have a really hard time watching just at, we're at a show where everybody is awful. Like, everybody is awful. But and it's... But their but their job is to be 
awful. They're, they're no, sort but of... everybody is. What I mean is that even their clients are awful. Like everybody in that show is awful. Yeah. And I have a really hard time with that. And then the one character who is not awful becomes awful. Uh, a lot of like older shows are like still trending. I guess because they're new to Netflix. That yeah. show, Superstore. Did you guys ever watch that one? Yeah, Roxy started watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little, mm, gets a little, uh, little sexy. Parks and Rec is on there. She as just well. started watching Parks and Rec too. Uh, Rust Valley Restores was on there. Uh, Finding Oana is on there. Kim's Convenience is on there. Oh, we watched uh, Finding Ohana. Is it good? It's very much. It's sort of like a Goonies kind of thing, oh, okay, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's it's. It was cute. It was cute. She enjoyed it. There you go. Ask Razamoka happens uh, on all of our podcasts. You can ask your question. Just uh, hit up. Just hit us up on Instagram at Kiss925 whenever you see the picture that reads Ask Razamoka, and that's where you ask your questions. People thought I was a complete idiot, by the way. I have a Finding Ohana story. Oh, okay. As if nobody has a Finding Ohana story, but I have a Finding Ohana story. So. Uh, up at uh, ET Canada, they did a story on finding Ohana. And I was at home recording my parts for the show. And then when I do this, I'm in front of my camera. I have a teleprompter in front of me with the app that somebody in another in their condo, I don't even know where they are, they run the teleprompter. Then I have my computer open feeding my video. Then I have my phone open on a conference call with like six other people. And so it's just absolute mayhem, right? Yeah. And then they tell me go and then I I read the I read the script. But there's formatting issues with everything. And when you're reading a teleprompter, some words fit and some words don't and you just you just read it. And I kept rehearsing the script for um, Finding Ohana, and I kept rehearsing it as Finding Ohana, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and everybody just thought that, like, nobody said anything because they all just thought that I was, like, being cute, right? Or being, <laughs> being dumb because the words were split in half on the teleprompter. <laughs> and so I rehearsed this thing over and over again, and then somebody comes on, and they're like, okay, we're going to – we'll try that one more time. And I was like, okay, because nobody wants to tell you that you did a mistake, yeah. right? And they're like, okay, like well, we're going to – What's wrong with these other yeah, five yeah, takes? Yeah. Like, we're going to try that one more time. And then I'm like, okay, blah, 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 new Netflix show, Finding Ohana. <laughs> and, and, and at that point, they were yeah, like, oh, snap, okay, he's serious. Okay, and eventually somebody goes – Somebody goes, are you being serious right now? And I was like, and I was like, am I being serious about what? And they go, the name. And I go, how can I not be serious? And they go, finding Ohana. And I looked at the screen and I was like, oh, that's one word. <laughs> one word. So now in my head, when, I, when I'm when i scrolling through Netflix, the only yeah. thing I see is Finding Ohana. <laughs> like he's some sort of, you know, Celtic poet that, <laughs> that they decided to make a Why movie about. Why do they about. not post your outtakes? Uh, I don't. I have no idea. Well, you can find us on uh, Instagram. <laughs> this has been the Razamoga Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.